0: Now that uh, Danae has talked about her husband's natural hole being broken in, we can uh, we can start, start the, show. the show officially. <laughs> start the show officially. I'm so uh,
1: glad what? he doesn't listen to the show.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a weekly look at everything going on. Guys, that guys. Was, that was Danae's fault. Guys, guys, we've had 39 minutes to get, get the squigglies out, alright?
2: I'm sorry. 39 I'm minutes. Well, that's I'm when Danae decided corded. to do her uh, weird sexy dance. I don't know what that
1: <laughs> was. You think me wiggling my shoulders is sexy? Poor, yeah, poor
2: yes. that's what you do. Yes, you like, hey, I. Justin, I'm ready.
0: <laughs> listen, listen, if mustards on tots can be Sexy? Then yes. Uh, Wiggling your shoulders certainly can be sexy sexy
2: to me. That was (laughs) sure, sure, Jonathan. Sure, uh huh.
0: Sure. sure. Uh, Anyhow, I'll I'll cover my camera. Were you eating the tater tots in a place? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know you're on behind the sins when you don't even get through the first sentence. So weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins, hello, hello, and Danae Hughes.
1: Apparently sexy dancing.
0: We write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins (laughs) and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. Uh, Yeah, we're all sexy dancing. That's just how you get through the... Get through the, uh, what, what are we okay, calling cor- this, Self-iso- <laughs> self-isolation time? Corona dance. D- Danae's, Danae's version of sexy dancing is like those <laughs> uh, wind guys that are outside gas stations with their arms yeah, flailing around. That is around. kind of what it was. <laughs> yeah. is kind of Pretty what much it was. what it is. Uh, this is going to be, uh, as always, a lot of random interruptions uh, and occasional talk about the CinemaSins universe. Uh, that's kind of what we do. It is good to see you guys again. It is one of my favorite Did parts you? of the week to check in with your beautiful faces and kind of see how things are going on and kind of talk about cinema sin stuff so
1: we should <laughs> hair, do a my show my where people getting can longer. see yeah everyone's got growing um, hair
0: oh my goodness my gray is so gray on my sides now because it's getting longer and i just usually have short hair where it's the most gray and i'm looking at myself in the mirror i'm like my goodness like my dad has moved into my house and i didn't <laughs> even know it it's crazy
2: I remember the first time I was at a, I was at like a Waffle House with my daughter like about a year ago and I I grabbed a toothpick on my way out and I was like, "Well, today is the day I became my dad." <laughs> 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 Cause I had never grabbed a toothpick before in my life and uh, it was it was just so, but I had like something was in, something was in my tooth man I had to get it right what
0: that's what it, <laughs> that's I had what to pick gonna... it out No, my, my, uh,
2: my wife treats her hair and uh she obviously right now she's not going to see anybody she's like I'm just gonna let it go gray and, yes man, it's, it's so gorgeous that's I, cool I
0: love gray hair I love my gray hair I actually am enjoying seeing it but yeah there's um I, th- I think gray hair is a really beautiful thing so I'm, I'm glad your wife's made that call
1: yeah, it's super in too because people are actually dyeing their hair gray.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting.
1: So now's the time to do it, you know.
2: It's like people that never No, that's not even a good comparison of mine. I was going to say something about holes in jeans, but that doesn't even make any sense. So, you know. <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, that it's right terrible. there, my friends, is the writing process. Yeah, no
3: <laughs> you're that's
2: hearing right. it live. Well, well right. I was just for some reason I was thinking about when people used to buy jeans that already had holes in them, and I just, even as a kid, I thought that was weird. Yeah, like, I can. No. I've got scissors.
0: I can see the connection. I can see the connection. Yeah. I don't know.
1: My husband literally uh, has a pair of je- of jeans that has a natural hole that's just started in the in the knee. Yeah. And, and I said, oh, you did it. Like you broke one in, you have like a legit, that's a legit hole. That's not one that's bought, store bought. He said, yeah, I got to throw them out now. Because he's not
2: a hole in the jeans guy. I, well, I'm not really either. so That's probably why I never really got it. Well, but, I, but if I did want to be a hole in the jean guy, well, I just would have cut it.
0: Now that uh, Danae has talked about her husband's natural hole being broken in, we can uh, we can start, start the, show. the show officially. <laughs> start the show officially.
1: I'm so glad uh, he what? doesn't listen to the show. What
2: was I wa- oh, never mind. I can't talk about that. That's a future episode of something we're doing.
0: But uh, all right, let's get into the sin Side scoop. What's he building in there?
1: Uh, <laughs> no attention to
0: We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we're sending as well. Uh, We will begin with TV sins, still sending the SpongeBob. We're not quite done with SpongeBob yet. (laughs) We've got one more, uh, but uh, I had never seen this one and you guys send it. And so I had the fun experience of, you know, watching SpongeBob in bits and pieces, which I'm going to be honest, probably just as good as watching the episode. You know what I mean? mean, Like, it's not like the episodes are meant to be philosophical treatises on something. You know, it's just. Fun.
2: Was this the one that was like like nine minutes? So I mean, it was like almost the length of the the episode. So. This was
1: a an interesting one because on the schedule it said that there was it was an A B situation. So we actually mm-hmm. thought going into sending this one that there was a part a and a part b and i watched it and they were completely unrelated the one that we were we we're going to do crabby land and also the camping episode um but after watching them and realizing that they were not related i decided to suggest that maybe the camping episode was more interesting mm-hmm. of a sinning experience where you know spongebob and patrick want to go camping and squidward thinks he's going to have silence but they really just camp in between the two houses And he goes over to complain, ends up joining them. And then the shenanigans is essentially that Patrick and uh, SpongeBob read these tabloids about sea bear attacks. And Mm -hmm. Squidward doesn't believe that the sea bear is real. And so when uh, uh, SpongeBob and Patrick are telling him all the things he shouldn't do to attract a sea bear, he puts all those things on and does all those crazy things. And then, of course, this sea bear ends up actually coming and attacking him and multiple times. Yeah. Just multiple, multiple times. And then, of course, Cecilia. So that that was the kind of premise of this episode. It should have been. It should have been a Did Chris really deep.
2: back on this one? No. Okay, so, Danae, I'm almost positive. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the one where he said, this is one of the most annoying things I've ever watched. Wasn't it this one? <laughs> Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, and he it, did. It, it
2: kind of is. It, no, he it's... said,
1: "Um, this is the most annoying episode of television I've ever watched. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, that might be a little much, although he probably watches a lot better television than I do. But, um. But yeah, it was it wasn't great. It wasn't my favorite. Uh,
0: Listen, I, if you're not into it, you're not going to have patience for it. If, if you're you not into it, it's going to grate I got on chastised you.
2: Chastised for in the comments. Oh, did you? Oh. Well, no, I mean not me personally. I did write that sin about him being terrible, but that was also a a cinema sins narrator thing or TV sins narrator thing. That's the thing. I mean, I do put my opinion in these things. We do do that, but I do I do make it a little more crazier because I'm assuming you know we're we're speaking as the narrator.
0: Well, it's actually one uh, of my. My my favorite part of uh, those comments were seeing people make the connection between sinning Squidward for being so awful and then also that the narrator is aware on some level that he kind of is Squidward (laughs) at the same time. I
1: actually, yeah, I have that pinned for my comment section because I wanted to talk more about that. Um, So. I want to circle back to that specifically when we get to the comment section. All right, we'll hold that
0: for the comment section. But it was one of my favorite things going on there. And there is even a, a different discussion elsewhere. I don't think it's in this video. It's in one of the other videos. And get this a discussion on YouTube between two people, one who, who thinks Cinema Sins isn't very good, and another who uh, loves what we do, having a civil conversation about their disagreement on, you know, our, the things we do. And This I read was the, in
2: the comments? Yes, for,
0: yeah, and I was like reading what? through this, and I was, I was really impressed with just the discourse that was going on, and the one person saying, you know, well, of course they have truth in some of what they do, because all comedy comes from a good place of truth, but what they're trying to do is make you laugh and then he would come back and say yeah but i don't think it's funny and of course i've always said that's if you know if you don't think it's yeah, funny then, it's subjective man. yeah it's totally you know subjective so but yeah it was interesting yeah. i
2: just i just i find it interesting though i i typically don't watch things that i don't enjoy so i always i just always find it interesting the amount of comments and i'm like why why did you watch i'm glad <laughs> you watched it thank you you know, <laughs> yeah. thank you for the, for the watch. But like, I, I just, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Anyways, it's I like, found all that interesting, but we, yeah, we no, get... that's really cool though. I, I do like, that's one thing about reading comments sections. It's been interesting is that there is some good in there. Uh, uh, I thought fine. this
1: episode was interesting too, uh, from a writing perspective, uh, because I did learn a lot about Squidward in this one. And we talked about how how much we hate on him, which I guess I probably should wait on because I could talk about writing the sin. Cause I know Aaron, you really want to start.
0: Oh no, I, I don't have to. I mean, generally we just start with the person who didn't write on it, so you know. Yeah, I can... but
1: that I mean, like, who likes rules? Man? I'm not started at all
0: this week. <laughs> not you. It's Certainly not you, Danae. Go
1: ahead. No, for real. Go ahead. <laughs> uh,
0: it, it, yeah, and not Jonathan this week because he doesn't get to start on anything because he wrote on every single video this week. <laughs> Except for single <easy> video, son. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, uh, great job, guys. I really like this. Uh, the backpack observation was one of my favorites. The fact that SpongeBob has no shoulders, like, why even wear a backpack? Uh, The toilet observation that it's just like a couple rows of bamboo uh, and the way that was played out was good. Um, The groceries Vaseline and condoms line uh, (laughs) really made me laugh
2: that was yeah. that was weird that worked out really well because I, I when i was writing i wrote that sin and then like literally the next thing he says is you know how do i get inside yes and, I was like, and oh, you're
1: like that's shit. what the vaseline is for <laughs> so funny
0: yeah it worked really really well and uh the is it a sea nurse bear uh also made me laugh uh yeah
2: danae danae massaged that one that was i wrote i know i well she noticed the cast too but I had written yeah. something, mm-hmm. and then she added that to it, which made it even better. Well, it's a callback that, to we the had, very first. We had a lot of sins, actually. We had to cut a lot on this one. This was a pretty easy one. I mean, there was a lot of material, so you you picked the right one, I think, out of the two.
0: Yeah, there. It was a kind of a callback to when we send the pilot of SpongeBob. There's a bus driver that gets hit by a balloon several times, and then all of a sudden uh-huh. has a cast on, and it's just like you know. Yeah. When that's did
2: exactly he... that's exactly what I was doing. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think I wrote on that one. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, great job. I really enjoyed it. Um, what else did you guys want to talk about from the video?
1: Go ahead, Jonathan. You're drinking. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was a that was good timing. I don't think
2: I had much. I, hold on a second. Let me see if there's anything we haven't covered. Um, no, it was fun. It was a really fun one to work on. Like I said, it was it was a pretty – it went pretty quickly and – uh, we had a ton of, I mean, like for 12 minutes, like we both had like 20 plus sins and, mm-hmm. um, and then Chris, I did, Yeah. Chris wrote Yeah. We already mentioned Chris, Chris had a, had some stuff too. So it, uh, yeah, it, it was fun. Chris,
1: he wrote one that he wrote one of my favorite ones, the, um, where Squidward's like reacting at the very beginning. And his sin was like, if you've got books and hot tea, all and all that down <laughs> here, you have to have earplugs and headphones, you know? So yeah. I really like that. Just point awesome. that out. Did it anyone also, mention
2: the toilet? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, Squidward's interesting on this one because he is the kind of person who draws on calendars. And I don't know, Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to be that person. Because, you know, there's like, I'll watch Instagram stories of people who get a calendar and then they get out their markers and their stickers and they do this whole like visual explosion of organization and beauty and I want to do that but instead I'm the grab the nearest potentially working pen not sure scribble something down that's completely illegible come back to it later what the hell is it it's not even on the right day scratch it off put an arrow over to the correct day like that's me so whenever i saw the little visual there i was like okay I, mean, yeah, maybe that, I should...
0: that felt like that came
2: from some kind of personal
1: it was experience real. So. That
2: was, yeah that, that was felt real one. that felt very real
0: i i'm i'm looking at our 2019 wall calendar for uh <laughs> for erin and danae and uh
3: shut up
0: <laughs> Denae very much pushed for a wall calendar. We need a wall calendar so so we can use it and put stuff on there and see it in front of us. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing on that calendar. There's nothing Uh, on there.
1: (laughs) No, because then I get worried about putting stuff on there because then I'm going to mess it up. Uh, I'm a digital calendar person, for sure. That's much, much easier. Uh, I also really enjoyed writing the Do You Know How Hard It Is to Spit when saying the word bum? Yeah. Sometimes things just hit you whenever you're writing and it's like that's really That funny. was one I of don't... my
0: favorite things and I was only holding it for the comment section because there was a, a fun comment about it. Um but yeah I, I loved that as well.
1: I, I think what I liked about it is that it, it you can spit while saying the word bum. And I know that because I then spent the next three minutes trying um to spit while saying the word bum. And the reason I kept it in my script is thinking about all the people who are gonna do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And it was, uh, you know, and you were probably playing off that Outlander sin about the Gleek. And, and yes. then you thought about so when they eerie. were on the
0: when they were on the bus and the pilot episode of Spongebob and it just
2: so came weird, yeah, yeah,
1: right? I remember that like it was yesterday. No, no,
0: no. That uh, literally is a callback to another sin from Spongebob. There was a spit <laughs> sin two episodes ago in Spongebob where, oh my God. And, and it was Squidward was spitting. And we talked about how is their spit falling to gravity in the water? Shouldn't it be floating how in front of do him?
1: Do, do you know when, I, I we'll, we'll talk about this when we get there, but we have another repeat sin. Um, it starts in this do. episode. It, it's in this one, and then it comes over into the next one, so we'll talk about that. Uh, the other one that I wanted to mention that I really enjoyed was the No One Will Be Seated as Spongebob uses his last remaining functioning brain cell to formulate a simple thought. I really <laughs> liked writing that one. <laughs>
0: oh, what was really the one, one. What was the one that was like, me? That one made me laugh, <laughs> okay, too. That's that, one. The,
1: that's, that was the Squidward one, the yeah. self-referential Squidward, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was a fun episode, for sure.
0: Great stuff. Uh, let's move on to Better Call Saul. Uno, uh, which by the way, Spanish for one, in case you didn't oh, know that. Okay. Um, not necessarily. I just thought just, it was a game. That, yeah, not a good to the card game. Well. Yeah, not a reference to the card game. Yeah. Many people don't know this. It is actually a Spanish word for the number one. Oh, okay. um, so, which, well, come to think of it, in that game, when you're down to one card, what do you say? You say yeah. uno. Oh, See? I thought it was like, See? yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, I love this show so very much. Um, I am all in on Vince Gilligan and what he's done with Breaking Bad in Better Call Saul. Uh, so it was really fun to kind of look at this again. This was a Dicer Watkins script, so Jonathan and I wrote on this Um I, going back and revisiting this, was reminded how much ground this show has covered in four seasons uh, because it really has invested itself in several different kind of deep storylines. You know, it started off with the brother stuff, and that stuff is resolved in the first couple seasons, but it also continues to carry its weight into the future seasons. And I just, I just going back, was really reminded of how meticulous this show is and just how smart it is.
2: Cool. I watched it. Uh, I've seen this pilot a few times because I've tried to start watching this show a few times and I've only gotten like five or six episodes in, but uh, it's nothing. I don't dislike it, but for whatever reason, I just, it's not, I guess it's not connecting with me the way it does some people. Um, I don't want to have sex with it like Aaron does. Oh, yes. Um, What really helped me writing the script was in the, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, in the SpongeBob pilot, there was this part where (laughs) they were driving a bus.
1: Oh, is that when he spit? Because I saw that scene.
2: No, but no, this was this was really interesting to work on. These events Gilligan, Breaking Bad was really hard and this followed suit. This was these have been really tough ones to to send because it is it's not because nothing happens, but I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe cuz a lot of it just feels like you're just that's the point, you know, when you're trying to send it. Um so you have to get a little creative, but uh but this ended up being a really fun one to work on once we got into the uh combination process, collaborative process. Yeah. I did not have as much fun writing it by myself, I don't think. I, I struggled with it a little bit, but but, you but I felt, be I felt better about it once you know we started working on it.
0: Once we went from Uno to Duo
2: to do. Hey, there is a Dose game, by the way. My daughter has it. It's uh, it's it's basically Uno. But uh,
1: it's oh, it's Dose. not about like like medic medicine doses.
2: No, oh. I thought I thought maybe
0: it was a drinking game with Dosakis, but no, uh, it's the sequel to Uno. Oh, it's a card fair game. Enough. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I just think. Uh, do we think that the creators and directors of great TV, like I, I say this is, and some others would say this is, should they be mentioned in the same breath as great movie directors? Now, has TV become that prestige where you can mention Vince Gilligan in the same breath as like Damien Chazelle? Or
2: oh, no, I think. Well, Damien Chazelle about to have his own show though in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I... I think it's just different. I mean, I yeah. Why? I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, I think so.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think we're kind of reaching that point um, yeah. where you can kind of be in in just as much awe of the skill from Vince Gilligan and what he's doing in these shows as you can from Alex Garland, you know, in Ex Machina or whatever. So, yeah, I think so.
2: But yeah, it's interesting how he ties everything together. I mean, I think that's just him, you know. I mean, he's just a smart guy, but I, cause I don't think this was like, I don't remember. I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't do a lot of research into this. I feel like I've heard this in the past. This was not the first idea for a spinoff.
0: Oh, no. The first idea was a yeah. comedy. The first idea was to do like a case of the week kind of comedy kind of thing. And I'm so glad they went this route instead. It's just so much more. I don't know. There's just so much more you can invest in it. Um, Although comedy is fun too. I like comedy.
2: But I assume that beginning is like, that's a decent ways in the future. Like, do we, like, do we not get to that point for quite a while? Or have they not gotten to that point yet?
0: The first episode of every season starts in black and white in the future and okay. continues that story uh, And those segments get progressively longer each season. Um, so, we
2: haven't, but you haven't reached that timestamp. stamp. No, we've learned future, some
0: though. more things about what's happening in the future, but we know. So, that's
2: post, but that's obviously post breaking back, right? Yes,
0: yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Danae, why don't you kick us off since you didn't write on this one?
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. You don't want to know if I've seen the show. I see. I'll just jump right <laughs> well,
0: in. Well, I mean, I guess people could use a drink. Uh, have you watched the show, uh, Danae? N-
1: no. Okay. I have take not. a drink.
0: Okay. Just, fair just, wanted
1: to, <laughs> just wanted to get that out there. I liked it. I really enjoyed it a lot. The role commercials. R- roll them already R- roll, roll roll that was really fun yeah um the whole repetitive thing the hand dryers um can we talk about hand dryers for a sure they're so disgusting they're the worst they're so nasty so as I'm watching that particular part, it's like it is better for me. I just like I'll just kind of shake the water off, and then I usually just use my own clothing to wipe my hands off anymore. What, yeah. What I don't it, like. What my, is it
2: about hand dryers that gross you out?
1: It's just blowing shit on you.
2: Pretty yeah, much. Okay, that makes. Sense. I, I think public restrooms are just. Disgusting They're so gross in, in general, and hopefully this this if anything this pandemic. Uh, we'll get some cleaner bathrooms in the future. <laughs> some cleaner public I, restrooms, maybe. I wouldn't
1: trust it. I yeah, I true. use I use my shirt to lift up and open the handle if there's no paper towels anywhere otherwise i guard my hand with paper towels um i don't want i don't want you to get the visual like i take a paper towel and i just like wrap it around my hand until it looks like a gigantic q-tip i don't do that i just do one like one paper layer between me and surfaces is is, is fine
2: that's what i do that's what a lot of people do i think
1: but when it comes to the blow dryer if there's no option other than a blow dryer to dry my hands i just use my clothes yeah. I just wanted anyway. I, I mean the know. only
2: thing worse than that, I don't even know if women's restrooms ever have these, but some older like bars and stuff, you'll still go into these men's restrooms where they have like the I don't know how else to describe it except it looks like a cloth diaper. No. And it just like do you know what I'm talking about? The oh, recycle yeah. that recycles yes. itself? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh
1: my God. Those things that, are so bad.
2: That's like that and like soap on a rope. Like oh, fuck
1: yourself. <laughs> um <laughs> I also liked you guys uh, bringing up how the urinal puck got onto the floor because for me this is an example of where I don't notice that stuff because I don't go in there. That's I don't even I didn't even know that they were called urinal pucks. That was kind of fun
2: for me. (laughs) Yeah, cool, like a puck, like hockey puck. I wrote a few things and nothing was really uh, was really working, so I just got rid of it. And that was one of those I was just like, I think Aaron's going to write something about that. So I'm going <laughs> to let this go. And if he doesn't, I had a note about it, but he did. So It was
1: interesting because there's all this, you know, references of how it could have gotten onto the floor. Mm-hmm. And, and as I'm listening to this and experiencing the sin, I'm thinking, like, would I rather... Pee against a wall where there's like a game you can play with a hockey puck, <laughs> or have to yeah, set my, are. or have to set my naked ass onto somebody else's piss in a toilet. And my answer is, I want to play a hockey puck game. So I feel, <laughs> once again, you know that maybe it'd be just easier if I had a penis. I don't, it won't and be I'm the last stupid. time I say like, that.
2: it. What are those, what are those, those are like, are they, what are those pucks for? I, I don't, I mean, I guess I know they're like, they're like, uh, they're not odor eaters, are they? They're yeah, just, they're deodorizers. Uh, yeah. are, mm-hmm. uh, oh, they're deodorizers? Okay. Yeah. I knew there was some kind of chemical involvement, but I never really yeah. thought about it. There may be a cleaning
0: it. element to them as well, but it's mostly yeah. the deodorizer kind of thing.
1: They're not actually for games, you're, but you're I'm sure those, it is. Urinals
2: are fine in in concept, but the problem, although, but the problem is, is that I don't know, like urinal etiquette. It, there's like, is not universally followed very well, so... Right. People try to have conversations with you, or...
1: That happens in women's restrooms uh, a lot, too, and more People, often, like, bring
2: in... Like, put drinks and food on top of the urine. Oh, oh gross. Yeah.
1: More often now, the thing that, that's happening more frequently is people are having... Continuing their conversations on the phone in the next stall, which is really mm. fascinating. There's actually... <laughs> There's actually been this like temptation that's been rising up inside of me to make inappropriate fart sounds with my like with my hands and stuff, just to disrupt conversation and be a troll. But I haven't actually <laughs> done that yet. I'll keep you. But well, you can't make I those so,
0: those sounds naturally in that environment. Like no,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. I don't fart in public if I can help it. You just make <laughs> as the... soon as I get home, it's a massive blowout. But out in public, <laughs> <You'd>, <laughs> close the door you, of my car. You'd rather make the
0: fake I, and... <laughs> noises as if you are. When you I could just fart do on it,
1: command. <laughs> I can't fart on command, but I can make a fart noise on command. yeah
0: fair enough, fair yeah. enough.
1: Um, and then my my favorite thing to point out is that we have a double week of making staff meeting references. Oh, unintentionally yeah. uh, both in Spongebob and also in Better Call Saul we make two staff meeting references and here's the crazy thing our staff meeting when the episode for BTS comes out this week our staff meeting is this morning so on the same week that we're talking <laughs> about it we have two staff meeting references out of the blue we'll so probably be listen. in our
2: staff meeting when it drops
1: <laughs> So I really enjoyed it. I actually linked them directly to our staff meeting Slack channel and said, hey, you guys need to come prepared by watching these scenes.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right.
1: I'm really hoping Chris actually does. That was
2: Yeah, that was one of my favorite uh, yeah. bits was the Chris, what is it, Chris at every staff meeting, every staff meeting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <Every> staff
2: meeting. <laughs> yeah so like funny. he's just, he's just like yelling, he's like doing network quotes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Anyways. it's true.
0: That's what makes it even more fun is it's absolutely true. <laughs> it's not exaggerated at all. Um, What about you, Jonathan? Anything else you wanted to mention?
2: Um, I liked the, uh, the deal about the escalator I thought was really funny <laughs> where it was just like, I feel like it, i made a bad purchase in this mall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked how you wrote the thing about the checks too. Cause you were just like, clearly they're not going to have like routing and banking information, but you're like, but checks should have that shit. <laughs> so it's like, we're going to send it anyways. Ass based crevasses, uh, obviously was, was very funny, but yeah, yeah, that's all I had. Uh,
0: I, I liked the, um, the moment where, where somebody says something about yes, I grounded myself, and uh, and then making it you know two, uh, parenting circa 2020 because we're all grounding yeah. ourselves. Uh, right yeah, that now. was good. Uh, so I did enjoy that, and I also really. Really glad that we got a sin removal for the acting in this show uh, because Michael McKean is so oh, underrated he's so and he's yeah. so good and he just brings it in this show. Um, well,
2: he's so known for comedy, right? right I mean, that's yeah. such a, that's such an, I mean, I, you know, he's a good actor. I mean, it, well, and here's the thing. I mean, I don't know why people don't realize this. If you're good at acting in comedies, you're a hell of an actor.
0: Yeah. No, because that's
2: one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. Um, So it shouldn't be a surprise, but it seems to shock people like when, you know, Jim Carrey does a dramatic role or Will Ferrell does a dramatic role. Right. Uh, So but yeah, no, Michael McKean's outstanding. in this Or, you know, Uh,
0: one of our greatest actors of all time, Tom Hanks started in comedies. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. Yeah, it's, I it's, mean, you can go back to, like, Chaplin or right? you know, whoever. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah, other than that, I think everybody mentioned everything. Uh, I was glad we got to take a look at it. It's not the kind of show that I think will probably sin again. You know, there's not a lot of clamoring for it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, but I was glad we got a chance to take a look at the pilot because uh, I know a yeah, lot of people sure. love the show. Yep. Uh, all right, let's move on to Music Video Sins. Uh, dropped the song We Are Young from the band Fun. Uh, this is... Uh, what was this like early 2010s mm-hmm. like somewhere in that range yep. uh, and I was doing some prep for the show today yesterday and that song has been in my brain since. Uh, it will not <laughs> yeah. leave it is such an earworm. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah, I don't, I don't how great that like chorus it, is
2: but I don't know if I like it but it it doesn't go away. like I mean yeah you you'll you'll think about it for a while.
0: That it's chorus like... is just it's just crack cocaine for the brain. it's yeah. just it's great. Yep. That's why it there's, was such a huge hit.
1: There are so many songs though that when you drill down into the lyrics, they're really, really uncomfortably inappropriate. Like I can't remember the one; I, I won't remember 100. <laughs> uh, Me like so
2: horny. Where,
1: like where there's a like he's stalking her is a really famous oh, one. Oh, the
2: uh, every every breath you take. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, it's, where which is it's, which is a great song, but yeah. but but a lot of people for the longest. There's people that think it's like a love song, and you know, they're like, <laughs> "Yeah." No
1: yeah and this seemed to be one of those it was in the comments quite a bit of of what this song is about i think it was domestic abuse was something that was like written about and Mm -hmm. that was really interesting i i I think it's interesting that this one is coming out of our archives i don't know how much like it's a situation where we had another uh, video planned and then we had to do a little switcheroo and this one Mm -hmm. had been kind of waiting for its turn and so Mm -hmm. here it is coming out to the daylight uh a lot of the comments are like this is an older one but a lot of love for it too um so I thought that was interesting. Uh, it also said uh, when it was written, uh, one of the sins was that it was um interesting to hear a beginning of the decade like sin yeah. cuz we're in the beginning of a new decade when yeah. it actually hit our channel but it was written for like last decade. <laughs> so <laughs> Yep. <laughs> things like that sometimes happen when we release videos. Um,
2: Absolutely. Well, I mean it's just like if you listen to a video that came out a year or yeah. you have know, the same thing. So yeah.
1: But it's wasn't it, but I like that it was all still relevant the the jokes were still really fun um Barrett said he loved the song and it's one of the catchiest choruses of all time so he's totally yeah totally on with us he said you know Janelle Monet was a waste of they like, like wasted her. Uh...
2: I forgot she was. I mean, because I don't think I really knew who she was at the time. So, yeah, me too. Like, when, when I remember when a few months ago when, when we did this edit, um, I was like, she popped up in and I was like, that's Janelle Monae. <laughs> like, well,
0: yeah, and I think yeah, at I mean, the it, time it was just uh, Tightrope, right? Her only song at the time was Tightrope. I, and yeah, and it had been like me. a huge yeah, hit. Yeah, she
2: wasn't like huge yet. I mean, she was good. Yeah. I think she, I, well, I, that's not fair. I think she probably was well known, but like she, I, I did not know who she was yeah. at the time. Yeah.
1: Um, he also just, I mean, not, not a lot more, but that this video is the similar to the other ones we do, which is that the video seems to not match the song, mm-hmm. which is just one of the things we get to talk about every week.
0: You know, it seems. kind of matches it more than most though, because there's something they're very fun. destructive about yeah. the, the quote unquote fun that they're having. Like this is a song, like you said, as you dig deeper, that it that's kind of about when you're young, that you don't think ahead to consequences, that, you know, there's this this kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I know I'm a jerk. Yeah, I know I'm being awful. Yeah, I know getting drunk isn't good for me, but we're, we're young. What do you expect kind of thing? And that's kind of what the the song is saying. It's not necessarily a message I agree with. You know like I've talked about with movies and stuff I don't identify with that like I didn't feel like I had to party to have fun or do anything destructive to have fun but the video itself does kind of match that you know it is it is very destructive it's just not dealing with like the real depth of right. like abuse and harm and those kind of things uh, that it probably should be um, that's kind of in the lyrics but it is
2: interesting though to look back on stuff like that like if you were somebody who partied and drank a lot which I did and now I'm just like Ugh, how did I like like how did i do that <laughs> 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 like that sounds awful like you know i hear all these people like people are treating like thank god you know even with this with the self-isolation they're like thank god for alcohol and i'm like oh that would be horrible if i had alcohol in my <laughs> house right now like just even the thought of that you know uh but you know uh, yeah no I, I think that's definitely something you can get out of the song though it's interesting
1: i did have a question though we did we just talk about ska dancing last was last week
2: Okay. I couldn't remember if that was with the two of you or with somebody else. That was okay. you guys about the Same. the
0: guy dancing. Yeah. Same. I had mentioned yeah. it.
1: Cause you mentioned your brother did the ska dancing, right?
0: Yeah, well, because there was okay. the guy in one of the in the uh one there was the guy in Clueless. I had just seen Clueless and so and then there was a mention in one of our other videos of the Mighty Mighty Bostones guy. Okay, um, which that's is, what it was. It's kind of one of those things. I couldn't things, remember,
1: so. but then I'm watching it and then there's that sin about the ska dance reference yeah. and I'm like so weird i'm in this weird space man i don't know where i heard this well <laughs> and it's kind
2: of one of those things too because i'm like did i talk about ska with Aaron and danae like that I doesn't know. make sense just, I'm wait, like, how,
1: do, how do i know that uh Aaron's brother used to jump up on stage and dance
0: <laughs> <laughs> can we call that can we call that day ska view day view does that does yes. that work
1: yes i love it
0: uh Uh. yeah i uh as far as the song itself goes um i do i have some issues with the message but i i love the the melody like it's just it's an earworm so yeah I, i kind of agree with that uh let's talk about the video itself um the, the the slow motion causing Zack Snyder to spontaneously orgasm uh, yep. made me giggle I thought that was great uh, the uh, the aftermath uh, questions about the the woman as she was leaving like I need to know more yeah. about this woman who just <laughs> yeah. incited this riot and is now walking away unscathed yeah. like yep. <laughs> so great I love that so much and I will say I did do some research and a lot of the quote unquote actors the extras the, the participants in this video yeah. w- were injured like they had bruises and scratches and like they really went for it the band was fine they were kind of in a separate area when it was filmed uh but the people who did the big scene they they actually came away with some injuries so well and
2: i I guess the lead singer i guess he's a producer now because there was that one sin about yeah you know he's not producing a taylor swift track here you know so i I assume that's what that was in reference to i didn't look into it you know wrote it but uh but uh, yeah, no, that was interesting, and um, I loved the um, uh, the sending that anyone would use MS Internet Explorer was funny. Uh, yeah, you know I had, a win- I had a Windows Phone.
0: I was going to say it's a Windows Phone. People don't yeah. remember Windows Phones. Yeah, uh. so that
2: was so it's still fine to send that. But that, oh, of course, that was the only uh, that was really your only option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right on Windows Phones, and Windows Phones were terrible. By the way, worst phone I've ever had. That's what I've heard. Uh, flip phones, like back in the day, like sliders and stuff, were so much better than the Windows phone um and then uh i like can we have a more obvious metaphor than the 10s killing fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah i thought that was really funny because you don't see them anymore
0: yeah what about you Danae? i
1: already mentioned him those were some of my tops
0: very nice uh well done again enjoyed that one uh ready to get into the cinema sins now and we'll start with jumanji the next level
1: Uh oh boy oh boy
0: This was a uh, Cher Watkins uh, script, so Barrett and Jonathan wrote on this one. Uh, Let's talk about the movie itself first. Uh, This movie is just such a failure. Of imagination, it's just such a, a you know to take something that was fun and you know audiences enjoyed and then completely misunderstand what people enjoyed about the first one or at least misunderstood what I enjoyed about the first one. Um, <laughs> How and,
1: dare they not make a movie the second you. one?
0: You mean? Yeah, I'm just saying the second when they the made previ- the previous the one, previous one, right? Yeah, when they made the uh, yes, I'm sorry, correct? No, I'm I, just I
1: know it does, no, because
2: uh, you might be talking about the Robin Williams. No, I no absolutely, idea, that's what I was
0: asking. absolutely, you're absolutely correct to make that distinction. I think it's one of those crazy weird things. I see these two movies as separate from the first Jumanji movie. Oh, I need to. Even though they are literally sequels. They're not reboots. These are sequels to that original Jumanji movie. So it really should count. Um, I just my brain doesn't do it. Well, for Well, yeah, reason. And,
2: and the fact that I mean the BB Neworth character is in this movie from well, the from the from the ninety five one.
0: And we didn't have any sins on it, but there is a uh, post credit scene in this that is even more explicitly uh, about the first Jumanji yeah. movie uh, yeah, as well. We didn't,
2: I I don't remember if we did and we got rid of them or not. but no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't end up with anything on that. Yeah, this movie. I don't know. I saw it in the theater, and Chris and I reviewed it, but we did it like obviously like the day after we saw. It, which is always tough, and I think we gave it like semi-passable, like because Kevin Hart's really good in that. He
0: this. is; he's really
2: good like, in he it. He actually gives a performance; like he's not just being Kevin Hart. His like, Danny Glover he,
0: is legit. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Well,
2: and just that that type of character, like everyone's got like that uncle or grandfather or whatever mm-hmm. that, that talks like that and is really like like you know it's so like so slow with their stories. My wife's uncle actually, uh, oh my god! I mean, he'll just. I mean, he's the nicest guy in the world, but, like, he spent, like, 20 minutes one day talking to me about pens, and (laughs) I've oh my god i mean uh, the, honestly
1: pens are amazing there's so many different kinds i was gonna and say the sounds way- kind of, like
2: <laughs> well, do you remember the bird cage though do you remember the bird oh, cage yeah. with gene hackman where he's talking about how they drove home and the the leaves were changing colors and that that's kind of what chris that's kind of what kevin hart's doing in this movie and it's it's really funny so there was enough there but then watching it and so i think i gave it like a b minus or c plus but watching it i do not watch it again i mean mm-hmm. it every anything that remotely held up for me and i mean it, that was remotely good for me the first time did not work on me at all the second
0: time and this movie takes so long to get going it's oh, just it's, that way. it's horrible oh, it's it's oh just so God. poorly structured it's uh, there's no thought that has gone into this plot there's no thought that has no. gone into and that's the thing about a movie like this it's kind of interesting with what we do is you know, we've talked about this before. When you sin something, you're not necessarily saying something is bad because of a sin. It doesn't always work that way. It's not a one-to-one ratio. In a movie like this, yeah. I can go to the movie theater and I have can have a good time. And I did. I laughed a little bit. I enjoyed Kevin Hart's performance. Yeah. It was, you know, it's just, it was inoffensive. It was just kind of fun. But even in watching it, I was like, I know this doesn't hold up. And I know when we we sin this, it's going yeah. to completely fall apart like a house of cards. And then you, you start to actually think about this stuff in... And, you know, the, everything just falls apart. It's just, you know, you. it's not that you have to put the uh, the real thinking into the plot and make sure everything works out for a movie to be good. But if you don't do that, man, the other stuff better be excellent because it just it gets hard to watch sometimes.
2: Yeah, no, it is. And then and the are we talking th-
1: about th- Jumanji or Night at the Museum? Because I think that <laughs> applies to both
0: i oh, think man. night at the museum is a little bit better but we'll get to that uh but yeah no you're not wrong you're not did wrong
2: barrett, i don't want to steal anything from barrett did he write in anything about this?
1: yeah just but just a real brief thought he thought okay. that this movie was disappointing um he really liked the last one but this one was so full of bad impressions that i couldn't get into it he said uh the game didn't make sense the stakes were minimal and i really didn't feel like everyone was uh oh and it felt like everyone was phoning in
0: well, I yeah, was he, I was really right. glad you guys went hard at the um, the rules of the universe, specifically related to them all falling in that pond and getting the yeah. exact character they wanted. That was the biggest pond of convenience ever. And even in watching it the first time, I was like, "That's just so lazy!
2: Just so lazy!" Well- And we had a hard time, not a hard time, but we had just, there was so much to send about the gameplay, just like, although some people in the YouTube comments made some comments about this that I don't know if I copied any of those over. I think I'm going to copy a couple of them, but people were saying, well, I mean, you know, because we kept, it it kept seeming like each character was so vital, especially the horse. The horse ended up being so vital to the movie, to the game itself. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what if, I mean, what if the horse hadn't been there? Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the horse almost wasn't there. So like, I mean, Chris even brought that up immediately when we reviewed it. He was just like, I don't understand. Like it, you have to have the horse to win the game, mm-hmm. but like, what if there? and it's like, so does this movie, does that mean like eight people have to play this? It just, everything about the game just makes no sense to me, but I'm not a gamer because one of the things we did get, com- we did get commented on was uh, we wrote the sin about, you know, we you know have you ever played a game where somebody sprains their ankle, <laughs> and like then the, apparently the, there is some freaking game where you can can, like break your leg? No, and you, and I. It's, it's like it's kind of funny. Terrible
0: because the comments are are basically just yeah this game yeah this game yeah, yeah this game. And it's like so, all well, these gamers know examples.
2: That doesn't mean <laughs> that game's fun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the whole point of the send. was like why would you want to play a character that sprains his ankle? But yeah, that was the main thing. I mean, we were just just the way the game itself worked and um and just you know the gameplay itself. Like there was that scene with the bridges. And it was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he knows geometry. But then that didn't even matter because then the bridges started going everywhere. Yeah. So like his geometry. That's what still... geometry
1: does. It goes everywhere. That's, that's <laughs> very true. confusing. That's well, yeah. it's not so but, much uh, that the
0: geometry wouldn't help with something like that. It's just that the movie doesn't care to show us how. Yeah. The movie. And it is wouldn't not, help you fight monkeys. The the movie is not <laughs> interested at all in following through on its presuppositions. Right. It's saying, okay, yeah. you're good at geometry, so you'll be able to do a you know uh map a pattern of how to get through bridges. And then bridges are falling apart and monkeys are attacking. Yeah. And the movie's like, ah, eh, forget that whole thing. We're just gonna run. And
2: <laughs> and then, and my the worst part for me was almost the worst part was when the characters would die. They would just show up at random places, and it's like I know enough about video games to know that you go back at the at the least you go back to the beginning of wherever you are, right? You know, and like, but like that one where uh, I can't even think of her name uh, from Doctor Who and Guardians of the Galaxy. All of a sudden, her name escapes me. But uh, on the bridge scene, she falls back down in the middle of all those bridges and could very easily just die.
1: Again. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Again. Yeah. And, um, and I was just uh,
1: pretending like I was writing on it and I was like, you know, oh. But we, so we, I did a little quick Google search like games yeah. where you can sprain your ankle and like the top <laughs> results are ankle sprain, getting back in the game. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not an athlete. I when, just.
2: Uh, Karen Gillen, <laughs> by yeah, the way. Karen Gillen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But we had, yeah, I think uh, Martha is her name. Why'd you say that? What's name? her name? <laughs> Um, but uh, that was so we had a lot of sins, so we had we actually and we even had to cut some after it, the video was made because some of those we didn't even notice until we watched the video and it was like, Whoa, those are back to back and those are very similar. Uh, you couldn't really tell in the script phase. So that if it, if we had a problem at all, it was just try not to do too many about the game itself but uh, hey,
1: sorry about the squeaking
2: <laughs> no you're fine and then just the old people cliches just all that nonsense like they couldn't like them still not realizing they were in a game like an hour and a half into it was just dumb yeah so we had to kind of full, pull back on calling out all that kind because of, I mean the, you know the crap about like oh is that my is that my nephew from or is that Barbara's son it was just ugh. It's yeah it's not a good movie yeah it's
0: <laughs> it, it, it is it is actively uh, upsetting the second you start to think about any part of it you know uh and so that's that's you know makes makes our job easy you know makes what we do uh, I seen... Let me take a
2: sin off for Kevin Hart though, which I appreciate. Yeah, because I, I don't too. think he was that into Kevin Hart
0: in the movie, but
2: he <laughs> let me take a sin off. So lots like,
1: and you. lots of drinking today. I haven't seen this one. Um, I w- I haven't seen any of the Jumanjis. I don't know anything about it except for that I'm picking up that you get sucked into a game. But then, based on all this conversation and the sins video, there's no way I would watch this because if there's so you no, you didn't
2: see the you didn't see the Robin Williams one when you were a mm-hmm. kid or anything.
1: Nope. Yeah, she nope, hasn't I'm... seen
0: any of them. So take three drinks because there's three of them
1: so <laughs> no.
0: take a drink per character so that'd be like 27
1: um but but it was really interesting to watch this uh sins video and then try to piece together what was really happening i have to say at the very mm. very beginning i see the rock and i'm like cool i love the rock Woo! which i mean hate me for liking the rock i don't know he has so much oh, charisma like
2: the rock i like he's, the
1: rock. he's fascinating to watch his instagram is so cool It was just, like, him at the gym all the time, and then sometimes he holds his little baby, and she's, like, the size of his bicep. He's just a fascinating (laughs) person. Um, So, and I think he's, like, he's got really good charisma, and and, uh, I I don't know, he kind of has this infectious sort of personality that I really, like, enjoy whenever I see him. But then immediately when he started talking in this one, I... I also knew I never want. No, I never right. want to see this.
2: <laughs> yeah, my only problem with The Rock is that I mean, you're just going to get that character. That's all you're going to get. Now he's not. Sure. He's not going to go work with like Tarantino or Scorsese. I mean, he's not going to go try to do something. Different. He's going to. He has his directors that he likes to work with. That uh, Thuber or whatever that guy that directed Sci- Skyscraper and. So you know, your problem
1: gets... with him is that he's not diverse enough.
2: No, no, I don't. No, he's fine. Like he knows. He's listening. What, by the way, he knows so be careful. What, <laughs> (laughs) He knows, no, but it's just like us. He's a product, right? Like, he knows what his his main fan base wants from his from his acting and his types of characters. So that's More what he's going to give you. Just muscles. like we know, like we're going to give you our we have a Sins brand, right? Uh, he's got a brand. Um, so I don't blame him for that at all. And he's making a shit ton of money and he is he is working constantly. So good yeah. for him. Yeah. But I just know that like when he started off, he did some kind of interesting things. Like he was in that Get Shorty sequel, uh, Be Cool where he played like a really interesting character and uh, he tried some things like that early on, but now you're just going to get San Andreas is what you're going to get. Well, and
0: it's, it's understandable too, in many ways because as good of an actor as, as he could be, uh, he has made physical choices that make any movie he's in have to account for his physical choices. So every movie he's in, right? Every movie he's in has to account for the way he looks. Uh, it's
2: absolutely no different than Schwarzenegger was in the eighties and early nineties when he was doing his run and, uh, you know, I loved that as a youngster, and I'm sure there's a lot of young people that love The Rock for the same reason. So, yeah, I count it, myself
0: uh, among them. Oh, uh, I know,
2: yeah, you because you like Skyscraper and Rampage. I do. You know? I uh, do
0: enjoy those movies. Yes, <laughs> I, very I, much. I,
2: I, 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 you know what? I will say this: I would probably watch those over this again because 100. I feel like those movies are shorter, <laughs> <laughs> and and they're not as convoluted. Like you know, they're just they're just kind of lean and mean. Whereas right. Whereas this has you know so i don't
0: know uh some uh, of my favorite stuff uh from the video i liked mad max jumanji road i thought was good uh
2: <laughs> we both had different mad max sends
0: actually which was really bizarre like at different moments i love uh, we uh, both wrote that i love that i finally got the amazing context for roll midriffs i mean short shorts i mean cleavage
1: boobs, cleavage yeah
0: that was that was the line i said last week and then yeah. i was like you yeah. guys are not gonna get that
2: because you have not seen this video <laughs> yeah yeah, it was kind we of a double, was it was a
0: double giggle for me. It was really funny, yeah, yeah. and then also I was like, oh, that's what Jonathan was referencing. <laughs> uh, that was Barrett. We pretty much mentioned everything else. I nodded pretty much the whole way through the video. I was just like, yes, preach it, yes, exactly, had the yeah. same thought, yes. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of my experience. What about you guys?
1: Um, aside from the stuff that Jonathan's already mentioned, I really liked um, the one about uh, like starting with the information about the deaths. I think it's such an interesting thing to realize that movies do, is they'll allow a tragedy to happen that's completely preventable just to build tension so that you have stakes in the game. And this was a perfect example of that. And I know it's not like a a super funny thing to point out, but it's just something that I'm starting to recognize more and more. Um, But one of my top favorites was great awesome can we talk about sending a five-year-old to open up the door at night i was like yeah that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's relatable to my life in a big way so <laughs> i like that one
0: jonathan do you have any others no i didn't have anything else all right than what i was
2: talking about so we're good
0: all right we'll move on to night at the museum uh this is an atkinson watkinson script uh this was uh chris <laughs> and jonathan uh so this is the original night at the museum of an eventual three is that right? Three of these movies have been made. Yes,
2: uh, yeah, I haven't
0: seen uh, this, and I had never seen
2: this. This is uh, this is not something uh, I had ever showed Mackenzie or oh, watched myself. So interesting. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know why it just never really came up, but uh, this was the first time I saw it, and uh, I really didn't like it. Um, well and you talk about like this movie has so much potential and it's just it's so lazy like they just they don't really do anything that fun with the concept Hmm, hmm, for me hmm. personally like i just i this felt like a very like this just felt very much like a ben stiller movie at Hmm. this time period kind of like kind of like jumanji feels like a rock movie for 2019
0: today have you seen any of the night at the museum movies man everyone's gonna be so
1: drunk on this episode take three drinks I hope you're drinking like half sweet, half unsweet tea like I am, you know, <laughs> that'll be that'll be helpful. Nope. I've never seen any of the none of the Museums, although I understand the basic concept is that everything comes to life. Yeah. And I kind of knew that going into watching this one. But I had so many questions about how this all even works. And um, then oh, I was so reading about...
0: That's why we send it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, and Chris said a lot of the same things. So yeah. I guess I could read what he said. Sure. If you want. Yeah, start with Chris. Yeah. He said it's a curious movie, a family movie starring some of the top comic actors at that time, written by Reno 911 writers Thomas Lennon and Robert mm-hmm. Ben Garant. Garant? Don't know how to say that per- properly.
2: Uh, that, yeah, I think it's I think it's garant, but I don't know uh, uh, for a fact.
1: So Stiller was still a huge box office draw this time, and this movie made some bank back in the Christmas holidays in two thousand and six. This is the first non animated Ben Stiller movie that this uh, channel has done. Madagascar and Megamind were the animated ones we've already done for oh, Ben Stiller. Um, this movie is weird. And not because the exhibits come to life at night. The reason Stiller even gets the job is because security guards Dick Van Dyke, McRooney, and Bill Cobbs are being forced out and they need a fall guy for when they rob the museum. Oh, is that what's going on? Okay. <laughs> uh, and apparently they get to do the hiring for some reason the museum of natural history apparently doesn't employ video cameras in 2006 which allows this whole plot to happen yep
2: they leave oh, stiller. that is insane
1: yeah super crazy uh they leave stiller instructions that are dumb throw the bone is the first one like anyone <laughs> knows what that even means <laughs>
0: what's my nickname in college
1: Ah, interesting. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, even if you don't care if he does the job. Well, this is your fall guy for uh, fall guy who you plan to take advantage of later. He could easily die if you don't give him good directions. He doesn't even get a night with all the veteran security guards during his training. The whole movie is for some setup mainly. Um, is for sure set up mainly for those exhibits to come to life and everything else is incidental and throw your brain out and accept everything. There's also a couple of scenes where the movie contradicts itself on what these exhibits are. Theodore Roosevelt, a.k.a. Robin Williams, has all the knowledge and memories of Roosevelt, but later he's like, well, I was made in a mannequin factory and I don't know how to do this thing. Um, Chris goes on to say, I was 29 when this movie came out, so I'm not sure I ever found it amusing, but it obviously did well enough and two other movies came out.
2: Yeah, I, you know, that's the thing. I mean, you can definitely throw your brain out the door and just watch this. I mean, I I don't have an issue with that. But for sending purposes, obviously, we're going to call that stuff out. But I do think this one's a little ridiculous. Like, like, they would never, like, they don't have nighttime events at that museum. Like, they don't ever have, like, employees stay for uh, overtime to to get an exhibit ready for the next day. Like, just none of that stuff. I mean, at least address that. You know, none of that is addressed at all. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the only reason Aaron likes this movie is because Dick, Van Dyke and Mickey Rooney are in it. Have I said I like uh, the movie yet? No, I'm just kidding. No, but I mean you just gave me the look like when I said I what thought it was amazing. What do you wheezy. think about
1: this movie, Aaron? Oh. You said well, you thought
0: it was better than Jumanji. Funny you ask. Um, <laughs> I do like this movie. I like this movie a That's lot. Cool. Um, I it, I guess it comes down to your right. Uh, try to put Ben Stiller, Dick Van Dyke, Robin Williams, and Steve Coogan in a movie, and try to mm-hmm. make me not like it. Like I just <laughs> like these are some of I'm my. I'm glad favorite. you mentioned Owen Wilson, by the way. Uh, <laughs> these are some of my favorite people to watch on film, and Coogan's amazing. Uh, and so to to kind of experience it then is different than experiencing it now 14 years later, right? And mm-hmm. I think if I were in your same position and watching this movie for the first time in 2020, I think I would feel exactly the same way you do. Uh, I just remember in that moment having a lot of fun with it, and I think I talked about it as one of my favorite movies of that year. I just really oh, cool. had a good time with you, it.
2: And you you might be right, because the fir- when you're first watching something as a Sins writer, that is very different. Like if mm-hmm. I had just watched this in 03, or if I just watched this with my daughter one night you know, after she was born, maybe I would have you know, just not, because I probably wouldn't have thought about these things, but.
0: Yeah, no, uh, there's a, there's a lot of suspension of disbelief or even, I would yeah. even call it apathy of disbelief. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't care that there's no security cameras when I watch this in 2006. I'm just having a good time with the conceit that I've just bought into, you know, I've just bought into this idea mm-hmm. that poor Ben Stiller uh, has been, you know, uh, set out on an Island basically and told, okay, survive T-Rex is coming to life and Attila the Hun coming to life. And, you know, so I just, I had a lot of fun with that stuff. But so
2: I also think that all of these people have been better though. That's I mean, sure. they're funny people, but like, oh, that's yeah. the thing. We had a few people comment on why we didn't give a cent off for Robin Williams. Like, yeah, I miss Robin Williams. I mean, I wish Robin Williams was still alive. I don't think he's particularly great in this movie though. Like he's okay. But yeah. like I wouldn't I don't feel the need to give a cent off for this you know, movie
1: is it's him you just given Robin Williams performance. But for, for the people that it's for, it has to have been so fun to watch. Like mm-hmm. I think about maybe Iris seeing something like this when she's at that age where you know she can kind of perceive how interesting it is for your toys to come to life like in toy story or for a museum to come to life or anything to come to life when you're not watching that's a fun imaginative world and i think that i would enjoy this concept uh more than jumanji for example i
0: think
2: so Um, yeah no I, i think it's better than the last jumanji movie for sure
1: and I, it was also interesting to see, you know, just how CGI was happening in 2006 and how they're doing all, because th- there's a lot of live action characters. There's not really a lot of CGI mm-hmm. it didn't seem, you know, so then you thinking about how they pieced like all the animals running down the staircase together and how they put all that stuff together for somebody to kind of have a good time to just turn your brain off and watch a silly show and not ask a lot of questions. But I did like that both scripts this time seemed to ask a lot of questions when I say both scripts, the Jumanji and this one, about like, okay, what are the rules here? how does this even work like when i was watching i'm like but why doesn't the lion eat all the animals that are running around you know these these kinds of things yeah well that's
2: one of the rules too like the that's like the second rule is like lock up the lions which why wouldn't that be the first rule like why (laughs) would you do that like you know, once <laughs> right, like the museum the closes, why wouldn't T-Rex you just go gets lock
1: to you, But like, then the
2: lion ends up the lion ends up not really being a threat. I mean, even after they make a big deal about it, and then, um, but yeah, there was there was just there was I will I mean this was a really fun one to send because there was there was just a smorgasbord of stuff to like a buffet. So, so because I haven't seen thong. it, just
1: a. To- Real briefly, is it that do they reset every night?
2: Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's the curse. Okay, it's a, or it's a, well, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a curse. It's a, there's a Tutankhamen ex- exhibit, and Chris wrote that great sin about so that that first night, a bunch of people died and. <laughs> Because like nobody would have known what was going on or how right. to handle it, you know. But uh, they got that exhibit like in the '60s or '50s or something, and uh every night it it uh, comes on, it comes alive, and uh, all the all the mannequins and whatnot. Yeah, uh, come and to if life. that's
1: the case, it'd be like okay, you have a bone for the T Rex, you have a steak yeah. for the this, you know, like there would have this. You would have this whole routine now and if that had been happening for all these years. There would be a routine for.
2: Well, there's no way it wouldn't have gotten out either. I mean, well, I mean sure. that first night it would have gotten out. I mean, I, I granted, I get people don't want to believe shit like that, but I'm just saying. I mean, more people would have known about this than Dick Van Dyke and Mickey Rooney and 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 so the idea the is that
1: know. even though like the people are made of wax, the wax comes to life and all that. And they stuff.
2: know, like, they have memories. Okay, that's my favorite part though. Like the funny, I'm so glad Chris wrote something about this because I didn't think about time, but it's so funny. Like Carlo Gugino's character is writing a thesis on. Uh, sacajawea and so like at the end of the movie when she finds out all these people are coming to life, he's like hey you want to go talk to sacajawea about your thesis she's going to talk like <laughs> a mannequin to, like a mannequin's gonna help her like <laughs> with her uh with her dissertation or i don't know it was really fun
0: yeah no it's good stuff um who wants to start Danae, you want to start with the, yeah. any of your thoughts on the the sins in the video itself
1: i tend to love any sin that's about dog-like activities yeah, I had so that like too. the whole the whole T-Rex that wouldn't keep... We wouldn't stop playing until it was dead sort of a thing. That's yeah. so, so true. It reminds me of the one that was written in the Downton Abbey. Like, do you want to teach a dog to beg? Because that's how you teach a dog to beg. Yeah. I just... I love any time you can point out that sort of stuff. So I, I really I also love that the one. wording
0: of the punchline on that. Uh, so two seems kind of on the low end.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, also, just the, the attention to the detail of the books and how they were so chaotic being raised by a book family and having all i always like to look at the books in the backgrounds so i feel like yeah, that's definitely too. one that i would i kind of lean towards like what is this and then knowing that none of them really are in like yeah bookstores
2: book and movies are a nightmare i don't i don't know and god we did that episode of you and it like they couldn't even make the bookstore look like a bookstore look like a fucking library uh mm-hmm. i don't know how hard that is why wouldn't you just go film in a bookstore I don't Uh, know. But yeah, bookstores and movies are insane.
1: If it's a used bookstore, then libraries have sales. That's true. So you go and you buy up lots of books from libraries, and then peeling off the stickers and stuff will sometimes ruin the integrity of the books, so you don't do that. That is fair. Um, And then the... Mannequin, it was a lot of what actually was already kind of pointed out, like the running away, like what's the range here? Because Mm -hmm. once they get away from the museum, would they turn back into mannequins? Like, what's the rules? And I just personally, I really enjoy getting into the nitty gritty of the rules. So, yeah, it was fun. I had a good time watching it.
0: You know, there's something to be said for uh, both of these movies uh, have the idea of set some rules, follow your rules, and they, neither one of them do a great job at it. And I think there is something, for me at least, that is really adrenalizing when a movie's like here, very clear about here are the rules of our universe and then follows those rules you know really well like I, I there's yeah. just something I know that seems silly but there's just there's something about the integrity of that that is activating for me you know like if I'm watching a mm-hmm. sci-fi movie and it's like well in this world here's how time travel works yeah and, and and then they stick to that for the movie Then I'm like you know I just I, I get into it more um, no
2: I've, I've always said if you can if you can buy what a character is doing within that universe I'm on board because right. I mean that's the only way to watch like like action movies and, and stuff like that because I mean obviously like John McClane even though people try to make it seem like that's one of the cool things about Die Hard is it's still realistic Die Hard is not realistic like but Die Hard is well written it's well constructed mm-hmm. you know and th- that's that's what it comes down to. So no, I totally get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um I I liked the uh ah Freddie
0: Mercury. Uh I thought that mm-hmm. was really funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. Uh
0: I think the the hit line of the the video has to be longer than the year that was March 2020.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, was, uh, I didn't know if we were going to get to keep that if that would be too dated, but yeah, no, the I, we never send credits, but these credits were so long. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were just going on forever and it wasn't even like over action. Like it was just credits.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, so. I enjoyed those very much. Did I mention the other ones I had, including the dog one. Um, what about you, Jonathan, anything else you wanted to mention? Um,
2: uh... I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, the only thing the only, I did enjoy. Chris wrote a great line. I love the and I love the way Jeremy read it. It was like Chris wrote that bit about the Ben Stiller character. Like you know, I get that he's going kind of going. Through, he's he's trying to impress his kid. He's trying to do best for his kid or whatever. He's like, but is this the person we're gonna we want to root for? <laughs> because that's another <laughs> that's another thing about the movie is just the Ben Stiller character. It yeah, like a lot of Ben Stiller characters. That happens um, so
1: much though in movies. That I you know again don't really realize until I'm starting to critically think about it. The character is introduced and just because they're the main character, just because we're introduced to them, we immediately have this strange obligatory like obligatory rather Mm -hmm. feel that comes over us to like, Okay, this person is the person we're supposed to care for from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and I
2: mean he seems like a nice enough guy, but like he's not like he's not very responsible and like he's you know, he won't really take a job seriously I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of negatives um and, and he doesn't really seem to put his kid first but then of course throughout the movie they're supposed to like grow and change and I don't know that he really does <laughs> I think he just kind of lucks into an interesting situation and makes the most of it but mm-hmm. at the risk know. of it's at, weird
0: at the risk of being um oh I'm not even I don't even know what the word would be but uh, it is kind of very a millennial mindset you know it's kind of in that that era of you know just kind of thinking that way of mm-hmm. you know, adulting is hard. You know, adult. I I just remember during that time that was the whole thing with uh you know with that generation was oh now I have to start adulting, 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 adulting. Yeah, And it's kind of has very, that a element Stiller to it. Ben Stiller thing too, I right? Mean, yeah, yeah. That's,
2: that Ben Stiller plays that character a lot. I haven't seen the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, but I assume he's similar in that. And then, but even stuff like uh, like Mystery Men, um, you know, Meet the Parents, right? Um, you know, movies like that. I mean, he's he's playing that similar character.
0: I just think that's very much the feel of this plot is man, adulting mm -hmm. is hard. Do we really have to adult? And the movie kind of says, no, (laughs) no, you don't have to. Just, you know, be responsible. You can hang out
2: with Teddy Roosevelt every night. Yeah. Yeah. uh... Yeah. Try to try to hook him up with Sacagawea. That was that was that. That's a weird like whole plot line too, where like uh, Robin like Teddy Roosevelt is trying to have sex with Sacagawea. I don't know. That was a, that was an interesting kids movie choice.
0: Sac your Jawea. Yeah, um, pretty much.
2: And then you said the Steve Coogan thing. Like that's what this movie just felt like. It felt like everybody was like, "Hey, what would be funny? How about having Romans and cowboys fight?" Like, that'd be funny, right? Let's do that. And I don't know.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it in
1: 2006. Yeah, no, no. I
2: can, I can totally see that. If I would watched this without Sin uh, sin Goggles the first time, I probably would have liked it a little better. And I definitely didn't hate it. I yeah. mean.
1: I'm writing down Sin Goggles for our <laughs> merch store.
2: Oh, hey. There you go.
1: Some, Some maybe like some, I don't know, steampunk style like evil looking Mad Max sort of like goggles that like when you pull them down over your eyes everything goes dark (laughs) all you see is the word ding
0: (laughs) I love it I love it
4: Hey, podcast peeps, it's me
1: again. Um, mm-hmm. n- those are my n- mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, okay. every time I, I talk, wow, uh, is this how Aaron feels when we're? Okay, we're gonna try this. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash bts. So, go fill it out.
0: Uh, All right, let's move on to keeping tabs.
1: The internet is a communications tool. used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another.
0: Ha ha! Oh, jeez.
4: This is the most public yet of my many humiliations.
0: We're just going to tell a story from putting together the week's content this week. Maybe a Google search, some strange research, a deleted sin. Just something that popped out to us. Uh, I'm going to go first because uh, I didn't have anything. <laughs> like oh, let me
1: go second. Let me go second. The only,
0: thing, the only thing I wrote on was the Better Call Saul episode. Uh, and the only kind of research that I really kind of did was on past due notices. Because there's that typical cliche moment where he's licking through envelopes and they all say, they all have stamped past due on the Envelope yeah. and I'm like, I don't know that I've ever seen an envelope that has past due stamped on the envelope. Is that something no, companies do? No, it might do? be on the letter, you know, <clears throat> right?
1: Like yeah, i was you thinking
0: and, you know, and
1: yeah, that's personal. Don't tell the whole world. <laughs> um, no,
2: that's that's a no, that's a definitely a cliche. I was glad you pointed that out. Well, because, and
0: yeah. and I and so I did I did a little bit of research, and actually, yeah, companies do that do do that occasionally. They do put it I on should. the envelope itself, and I was just thinking maybe that was a shortcut that movies and TV took, uh, you know, so they didn't have to open the letter to see that people were behind on their bills. I
2: just got real funny. I just, I had a, we had a, uh, we had some money due at our dentist that we didn't even think, well, I guess we just forgot about. And uh, I got like a really nicely worded letter from them the other day. Like, I understand there's a lot going on right now. I'm sure that's why you have forgotten to (laughs) pay us the money you owe us. (laughs) <laughs> I just tell there's uh, only if you could call us next week, which I'm going to call them. tomorrow.
0: No, but... there are they're always not, there's one yeah. bill. There's one medical bill uh, <laughs> that that I that always ends up being overdue. And it's not because we don't have the money to pay it or we wouldn't pay it. It's just that mm-hmm. it's the only one I have to call them to pay everything else. I can go oh, that's, online and just and that's pay. true here. That's true in this case, too. I have to call the dentist and so it's I forget like about and it. every time I'm like, can you please do online bill pay?
2: Please just set yeah. it up and I'll never have a late
0: payment again. I promise.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like I'll even set up an automatic payment if yes, that's what you would yes, like me to do.
1: Yes.
0: Anyhow. That's how so funny. We were just talking we? about
1: that in, in our home too. We had the same kind of conversation yeah. happen where it's like the bills that didn't get paid are the ones we had to call. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're just so we're just so it's lazy. That's oh, just all there is to like, it.
2: If you have to if you have to call your bank right now at least if it's Wells Fargo just you're gonna be on hold for two hours oh, because that's the it's truth just too, so yeah. many people are calling
0: I,
1: I will when say I, though we had a, we had a letter come in from our um car insurance and they gave us back a hundred dollars this month
0: yeah our car insurance did too yeah
1: yeah.
2: Oh, that's cool. Maybe we're, maybe we'll get to see that. No, but I think I mentioned that on Slack the other day too. But like, yeah, like uh, the the bank, I had the, they put us on uh, the COVID-19 forbearance thing and we didn't ask to be on it. They just put us on. And then, so when I went to pay my bill online, it wouldn't let me because it's like, well, no, you have to call it in if you're on the forbearance plan. I was like, I don't want to be on the forbearance plan. I can pay, I want to pay my bill. <laughs> and then I had to call and then I had to be online and then I'd be on hold for like two hours. And then they wrote down my, my account number wrong which is stupid because i do all my business through the same bank so they have my account information and then so i had to call again two days later when they said they couldn't get the funds out and uh then i was on hold again for two hours and i was just like this is this is some bullshit you take me off this now and they did so and then i
0: then i tried to pay him with a check that didn't have a routing number or an account number on it yeah yeah, then i tried to pay him with a breaking bad check (laughs) didn't work uh what about you danae um oh
1: you're funny you're like i don't have anything and i was like me either oh (laughs) nice but then I actually remembered I did look up Sea Bear just to see like what else is out there. And there mm-hmm. is a sea Bear restaurant. There is a sea Bear band and then there's the sea Bear episode. Mm. So you can actually get sea Bear smoked salmon on Amazon if you want to. Sea um, Bear uh, o- Oyster bar is in Georgia very very good reviews um at the current time of our recording there is no waiting at the restaurant uh probably because of covid 19 but they have 425 google reviews with a 4.7 oh, nice. out of five stars that's really really good yeah I mean that's a pr- that's that's a pretty good so it makes me curious to go there there's seabear.com where you can get that smoked salmon <laughs> stuff instead of on amazon you can buy it directly. I don't know. I'm just learning a lot, and I'm hungry.
0: Uh, strangely enough, Sea Bear is also the brand name of my new invention. Uh, my new X-ray goggles uh, invention are called Sea So, just you
3: know.
1: Oh, smart! I like it.
0: What about you, Jonathan? You wrote on everything this week. You should make up for know, us not I know. having yeah, anything. Yeah, let, let me tell
2: you about thirty things I did. <laughs> no. Um, I did some research on the New York City Museum of Natural History because, and I really didn't use any of it, but I just I pulled a DNA and did like a hour and a half of it, like <laughs> research. I didn't use. I did this recently too on another another thing we were doing, but that was on cancer, and that was very depressing. I wish I had not done that research, but uh, but no, but I did this on the New York City Museum of Natural History and uh, just learned some fun facts. Um, it used to be located in Central Park which I did not know. Uh, the Teddy Roosevelt connection is actually, although I don't know why they didn't talk about this in the movie, but Teddy Roosevelt actually hunted animals for the museum. Like, I guess he hunted animals that they could then have a display Oh, like they would stuff them and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, there was an actual, like, because it's interesting because, you know, Dick Clark, Dick Clark, Dick Van Dyke and uh, crew uh, do their, uh, they're trying to like, uh, um, they're trying to steal the, 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 Tutankhamen thing or the Egyptian thing, so they can have it for themselves, and uh, they decide to go ahead and rob the uh, museum. So I actually looked up to see if there was any other time where it was robbed, and in 1964, there was over four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewels were stolen oh, wow. by a surfer from Miami named Jack Murphy. Wow. Uh, he got arrested pretty quickly. Is that, is that uh, the uh,
0: inspiration for Point Break?
2: I don't know. That's, that's, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't look that far into it. Uh, there's a pronghorn. A pronghorn, I guess, is kind of like I looked it up. It kind of looks like a deer or something. Uh, there's a diorama, a pronghorn diorama that has actual poop in it. This sounded like something they <laughs> would find interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here. I'm ad- here for it. Tell me more. Added, Tell me more.
2: They added uh, pronghorn uh, poop pellets to give it a little more authenticity.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we need some good poop.
2: It has a even though Night at the Museum technically did not shoot the mo- majority of the movie in the museum, which Chris, and, which Chris pointed out that it's it's a lot bigger than what you see in the movie. Uh, they did make they did film some of it there. Uh, the uh, the The exterior shots were definitely there, but it has appeared in a lot of movies. Uh, Double Wear's Prada. Uh, Wonderstruck, Exorcist 2, The Heretic, and Malcolm X, and then uh, children can spend the night in the museum for birthday parties, which is kind of
0: fun. ooh.
2: They that do that here with we have a Discovery it, Center, and Mackenzie's gone to a couple of sleepovers hey, over there. Or at least hey, online. research
1: guy, ho- ho- hold on for a second. No, you're fine. You, that's all when I. When you said ch- children, is there like a cutoff age where you can stay the night in the museum? Just no. I think it's just
2: people have like slumber parties and birthday parties. I would think oh, it's just kids. I
1: have a kid now. I can make yes. it her party. <laughs> and then.
0: Oh, you want to like, spend the night there? Hell yeah. yeah. That'd be yeah. so cool. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah. I'll th- it's a it's a response to this movie, right? Didn't they start doing yeah. that after these movies? Oh, they didn't say that. I, was oh, looking, and I wasn't I was looking at anything
2: compared to the movie, but that would make sense. That but would we, make like sense. Like I said, we have a – I don't know. You guys probably have like a science center, right, or something around you? Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if yours does this, but the ones here, you can they do that. Because like I said, Mackenzie's gone to parties there and spent the night before. I will like,
1: never forget the first time that I went to that museum in person, and I walked around the corner – into the uh area where there's like all the dinosaur bones Mm -hmm. and i came face to face with a triceratops and Mm -hmm. a like the skull just the skull and also the skull of a tyrannosaurus rex i think i was in my early 20s when i went on this trip (laughs) and i was like i i I mean it's weird dinosaurs are weird you know that they're real but it it's like Land Before Time dinosaurs. Yeah. It's TV show dinosaurs. It's fun, like, kid dinosaur stuff. And then, yeah, yeah, dinosaur bones, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But when you see one for real, for me at least, I was like, oh, my God, that is so terrifying.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, no, that, I that mean, yeah. That is the biggest, yeah, scariest would...
1: monster ever. And then, so that was like, that was happening while also was happening, like, they're real like they're just not some sort of myth this was a real thing you know what i mean Although, it was just i had a science
2: thing. teacher in eighth grade that tried to tell us that they weren't real because they weren't oh. mentioned in the bible
3: oh <laughs>
2: well that is a true story an adult person <laughs> told a bunch of 12 year olds or 13 year olds that um, uh, she did not believe in dinosaurs well, and she was our science teacher not everybody no, does nah, i learned a lot that year <laughs> go to uh, go to church of christ school everybody freaking 80s
1: <laughs> i would highly recommend going though because i think that's the also the, also the yeah. one that has the hope diamond which, we, which we've talked about before well i, I think you're hope talking diamond about the
0: one uh, in uh in dc i think you're yeah. talking about washington dc this is in new yeah. york
1: that's right you're right yeah. I don't
0: think you can spend the night in yeah.
1: the
2: Smithsonian. I don't think you can do yeah. that. But um, but yes, I, the Hope Diamond, I've seen that. That was really young. It was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 I actually cool. just
1: found an old, um, like a little card, memory card yeah. from my camera from that trip and went back through all my photos and I had taken so many pictures while I was in those particular sections. So I have like 17 pictures of the Hope Diamond, which doesn't look that impressive when you just take a picture of a diamond.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then... <laughs> I have a whole bunch of dinosaur bone ones, also not as impressive at all. And then I have about, and I'm not, I probably have 70 photos of minerals. (laughs) Like...
2: (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Like why does that not surprise me? Like I'm not like, oh wow, Danae, that's crazy. Like, no, that's not like like,
1: like crystal <laughs> and agate and turquoise and you know, tiger's eye, and all of these stones that I find that's fascinating awesome. and beautiful. They're all and they have these just magnificent cases filled with these samples. And I just have photo after photo after it's like I took all a picture show. of everything.
2: i need to show my daughter some of that though because she's like really like she just likes to bring rocks in the house like even now even like at eight years old like she's real big on that so i think that would fascinate her uh, i love right now she's just like grabbing gravel i think i know
1: why i think i know where it started for me back in my childhood but i am telling you man i now all these years later going back i'm like Okay, Danae, cool. You took a whole bunch of pictures of rocks <laughs> that you could barely see. I do remember being fascinated by them, and I felt—I remember the emotion of being in that room, mm-hmm. the whole thing. I remember all that, but I have all these stupid pictures to go along with it now. Great.
0: And now, uh, Danae will be starting her own channel called uh, Mineral Sins, uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll be talking about geodes and amethyst and all sorts ah, of wonderful uh, stuff. There, uh,
2: and also, uh, there's got to be a phobia of dinosaurs, right? Oh, it sure. Has to be. There's a
1: phobia of everything
0: yeah yeah
1: it's probably called dinophobia
0: i would imagine it is i would imagine that's the easiest way to go with that Yep, dinophobia <laughs> not to be confused with dinophobia which is the fear of the flintstones yeah uh so yes. yes just to clear that up
1: or that guy who plays the piano
2: yeah the Flintstones is on some random channel here like it's on like I think it's uh it's one of those like the shows old tv shows all of a sudden I can't think of any of the names of those channels
1: hey Aaron do you feel like this episode in particular is like hurting cats <laughs>
0: <laughs> not in
1: particular
2: actually no. though we're doing really good on time
0: <laughs> nope seems like a normal normal sunday afternoon to me okay okay, okay, what i was gonna
2: say though is we're doing excellent on time we're under two hours right now and we're almost done
0: yeah well are we though almost are we (laughs) yeah all right let's move on to the comment section i appreciate your honesty you're a real straight shooter
3: you are the ones who are the ball lickers.
0: We're each going to pull a comment from the week's videos uh, that we enjoyed. Uh, and Danae already kind of took mine, uh, but this came from the uh, spitting sin that you had mentioned. Uh, this The comment basically says, Video, it's not easy to spit while saying bum. You tried it uh and these are some of my favorite sins when people can demonstrably check and see if what we're saying is true you know like
3: it's kind (laughs) of like
0: the uh it's it's the lick your elbow effect right you know it's like
2: god that's amazing i never even thought about that but yeah it's like you just picture that person's like well hold on a damn second pauses the video yes absolutely and it like performs like okay
1: okay can you because this is what i was hoping for and i didn't see this (laughs) comment i'm so happy right now
0: yeah (laughs) did they
1: all like pause and try to spit for real oh yes and that's and again
0: yeah i i listen i you know i i love to name sins i'm gonna call them elbow licking sins you know just those kind of sins where people will pause the video and be like is that true can i do that uh i love that stuff uh it's great today what do you got
1: Uh, um, I wanted to kind of dive more into uh, this. Comment comes from Bradley Selman, who said Squidward's a horrible character, and I wanted to die a horrible death. I Thirty saw seconds that. later, he compares himself to Squidward. There's an interesting <laughs> uh. Conversation thread. There's actually a lot of um, new fan shaming, which, guys, let's just be nice to each other if we can. If, and then skip down, skip down to Margaret, who says, To be fair, when we were kids, we were always seeing ourselves as SpongeBob, but when we grow up, we see ourselves as Squidward. I like that comment. And then uh, Nugara says, his face is what was being sinned, not Squidward himself. And so this conversation was really interesting to me because I wrote this particular joke. Yeah, when no, Squidward
2: I, himself was being was being sinned, right? <laughs>
1: uh uh, oh, no, no,
2: you're talking about yours. Okay, I, I apologize. You're talking about the one, Anderson. the yeah. one
1: where it's just like me and yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. the whole kind of weirdness that was going on, and then the camera kind of pans over to Squidward's face, who's just looking yeah, like I was kind of annoyed.
2: Sending Squidward's entire body, but go ahead. exactly.
1: <laughs> but what was interesting to me is that when you put a a, um, a a video out there, the context of what you wrote can change, and this is kind of one of those examples where yeah, we ended
2: that with I hate his face, right? The Something vibe like of
1: the vibe of hating on. Squid- Squidward here mm-hmm. Um so intensely and wanting him to die, and then comparing. I like how people are kind of going deeper into this and being like, "Well, actually, this is a philosophical discussion on how Jeremy feels about himself and the channel." And he's making a joke about how you know when he does this sort of thing, it actually ends up inciting conversation, and you know, here in the comment section, because the comment section is what actually increases views. There's an algorithm, you see, it's a YouTube algorithm, and, <laughs> and this is actually what this is all about. Like, but no, I think,
2: no, I was I just sitting Squidward's
1: face. That's yeah. all I was doing. It was just his face <laughs> and anyhow I liked the conversation for that reason I, I do think it's interesting when the oh. when they evolve for the fan base um, and I tend to find I don't know I just I don't mind that this one kind of shifted into that it probably could even be true and had I thought about it on a deeper level and really compared my sins to Jonathan's sins maybe it would have turned into that but uh, that's the way that it landed so anyways There's I had a fun time in that one
2: there, I think we do word things though sometimes a certain way to incite uh things like i mean like you know like purposely troll ourselves or yeah but
1: i don't usually purposefully troll with the point of getting more views or more interaction in the comments well there's no way for an algorithm uh,
2: no the algorithm thing is there's no way i mean that one i don't ever think about
1: i did at one point in time uh I can't remember what script it was for I don't know that it actually matters but the sin was something along the lines of asking the fans in this narrative sins moment what his like D&D character should be or something like that it was and it was so it was it was in uh asking for comments and uh because I think about wanting to engage with the fans and have some kind of thread going on I think that sounds like a lot of fun uh yeah. it didn't it ended didn't end up making it so I I have thought about conversation and comments as a goal I guess once so far in my time with the company but yeah I don't think about it from like a you know technically if there's more conversation having then you know YouTube puts the video higher than other videos I don't think like that
2: I forget how personally people take their fandom too because I just I, I don't feel like I take stuff that personally. Like, I mean, the things I love, like Star Trek and Spider-Man, like if you don't like them, I, I don't know, It whatever. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't offend me. But uh, but obviously there are people that love Squidward and, <laughs> they, and okay. they took what we said very seriously. But the good thing is they blame Jeremy and not us. That's the important <laughs> part.
0: That's right. Yeah. You know, today one of my favorite things about what you bring up is the idea of how the creation is defined by the people who view it. You know, it's kind of like in communication, like meaning is determined by the receiver, not the sender, which a lot of mm-hmm. people don't realize when you are trying to say something to somebody, you actually don't determine the meaning. The meaning is actually determined by the person who hears it. And mm-hmm. so when we, it, you know, what we're trying to do at the end of the day may not be the same thing the fans take out of it, right? Yeah. So they offer it this new context, context, they bring it to a different place. They, you know, they have their own interpretations that may change what we were intending and as somebody who creates you just kind of have to live with that
1: yeah yeah and in this case I don't really mind it because it kind of seems like it could really be on brand for what we want to put out that Jeremy is doing but it's just I don't know, I found that one, in particular, that one fascinating, and I can see how it would be put together, because inside of one video we talk about hating him and wanting him to die. Now, I will say also in that same comment section, if you're the kind of person that likes to send encouragement to people, there are people who are like, yeah, I can relate to you, Jeremy. I also, you know, am feeling down and out. So, you know, that's that stuff will pop up in the comments and I like that there's also a community that kind of goes in and is like, hey man, are you okay? I hope you're having a good day or stuff like that. Yeah, so Yeah, the positivity um, is Because when thing. we make jokes like that, oftentimes that's brought, you know, kind of brought up and that's one of the big things for our channel is to make sure we remind people that there is uh, someone that you can talk to if you are feeling you know, and we'd make jokey comments sometimes and, and uh, but there's real stuff underneath so I guess if you're going to go read that particular comment thread because I just sent you there and you see that, if that's a trigger for you or whatever, just know that that conversations being had inside of that comment thread as well
0: if you want to see a movie (laughs) that deals with that subject in a beautiful metaphorical way and sometimes a not so beautiful metaphorical way uh aronofsky's mother uh, is a pretty incredible look at what it means to be a creator, what it means Man, to put art a lot, into the world. You got
2: a lot out of that movie. Dude, it's all right I need there. Wa- I, I got to watch that movie again. That
0: movie is a movie you could watch three different times with three different perspectives, and it just makes complete I sense. Um, and I've only so, yeah. seen it
2: the one time. I, that's definitely one I need to watch again because I'm really curious. Uh, like, I, But I had that thing with Noah and The Fountain. Like, I was like, I need to watch those again, but then I watched them again and liked them less. So <laughs> it's a little, But I yeah. think Mother will be a different experience. Yeah. So did before.
1: we all go over our comments yet? Or, Aaron, did you do yours?
2: I didn't mind. Yes, I have not done one. No. I don't have, like, we talked about a couple of the things, but I will say, um, hold on a second, we'll check. Which one? Oh, um, I guess I'll do this one. Although, well, no, we talked about the gameplay because I had one on the gameplay in Jumanji. But I will say, uh, Traffless said, uh, regardless of all the sins, I love Jack Black in these movies. He's always doing his best and a damn good job with it. I don't disagree with that. I do just, I don't know. It was, it was... It was kind of hard not to make a sin, though, about him a first being an African-American male (laughs) and then having to be a young girl. Um, that was just pretty obvious sense with territory, but yes, Jack black does a very good job. Like he's, he's very funny and uh, his impressions are dead on, I guess I of that type of person.
0: I had forgotten. He was such a big part of cable guy. Uh, for some reason I had totally uh, forgotten that he was a big part of that. I movie. don't
2: even, I don't even remember he's in it. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't have really known who would not. I mean, I watched Mr. Show, but I think Mr. Show was after that even, but, or maybe it was right around that time. Yeah. Cause that was the first time I remember seeing him when he did tenacious D on Mr. Show or actually, there was a sketch called jeepers creeper superstar and that was the first time i ever remember seeing him do anything
0: all right let's move on to beyond the sins
2: to infinity and beyond
3: somewhere
1: beyond my wildest history.
0: to boldly go where no man has gone before Here's take a look at something else from the pop culture world uh, that we may have seen recently um who wants to go first anybody want to volunteer i mean i can go that's fine i felt like um, i i just felt like i was a youth pastor again and asking who wanted to pray <laughs> like that was the exact same vibe like you know who wants to pray for us tonight total silence everybody's silent can i, t-
1: <laughs> can I tell you that i always liked praying because i can make it quick <laughs> yes
0: yes
2: yes there are definitely different yeah, strategies sure, I'll pray. that's amazing but i would have felt obligated to make it longer but god I, thank I'm, I'm not, you. I'm not Danae. Thank
1: you, Lord. Okay, bye.
2: (laughs) Let's eat. Exactly. Uh, Mine is, uh, I've watched a lot of older films and stuff this past week, but one thing that's newer, uh, Apple TV Plus or the Apple streaming app, they dropped a new series called Defending Jacob. Uh, They dropped the first three episodes on, I believe it was, I guess it was uh, Friday. Uh, And I watched those this weekend. And it is, uh, it's based on a, it's called Defending Jacob. It is based on a 2012 bestselling novel by William Landy, who has only, Written three books and he actually hasn't written a book since 2012. But this was a this was a pretty big hit when it came out. I read it, and really liked it. Uh, so I was really curious about this. Um, uh, Chris Evans plays the assistant district. Plays an assistant district attorney whose son Jacob, uh, played by uh, Jaden Martell from uh, It Chapter One, and he was also in Knives Out. He was mm-hmm. Jacob Thrombly in Knives Out. Um, he plays another Jacob in this. Uh, he uh, a friend of a friend of his at school or a, a classmate of his. is is killed and um he gets uh, charged with the murder so then this becomes about chris evans trying to uh figure out if his son did it and even if he did, does he you know, is how far is he gonna go to try to save him, you know, how far is he gonna go to defend him? Um and uh it's uh it's it's really good so far. It's uh it's definitely modernized some of the stuff that you know wasn't available in two thousand twelve podcasting, things like that. It's added some interesting elements to it, but uh but it's it's pretty fun so far. It's pretty standard stuff. I don't think it's gonna like knock your socks off or anything, but if you're in the mood for like a cool like mystery thriller uh courtroom series. Uh, this is this is, this is is really well done. It's got a really good cast. Uh, Michelle Dockery, who is is I'm becoming a huge Michelle Dockery fan after uh, after The Gentleman, and now this. I didn't see Downton Abbey, so I, I'm I assuming gonna she's say, great on that. going to say, when are you going
0: to dig into Downton? When are you going to dig in, man? <laughs> she
2: might, if anybody's going to get me there, it might be Michelle Dockery. Yeah, she will. Uh, Betty Gabriel from Get Out, she's in it. Uh, oh, nice. Pablo Schreiber from Den of Thieves, and uh, Aaron's favorite movie, Skyscraper. Uh, he <laughs> I also like Den of Thieves. Did you like Den of yeah, Thieves? Den of, Den of, no, Den of Thieves, Den of Thieves is, is killer. I think that's actually, I think Den of Thieves is actually getting like, it's considered more legit now. <laughs> I think when it came out, it was like a January movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people was. didn't pay it much mind, but I think people now are like, that's a pretty damn good movie. <laughs> uh, but no, but this, so this is just, this is a fun show. I mean, I don't know it, if you don't have Apple streaming, you're not going to be able to watch it uh, like we've mentioned in the past Apple streaming shows that we've recommended. But it's a recommend for me. Uh, it's uh, I, I really dig these kind of Shows and uh, this is this is definitely I love Chris Evans and uh, I'm really, that's another thing I'm really glad Chris Evans is still hanging out with us because he mentioned a few times like when he was doing the Marvel stuff that he might be done after that. Uh, I feel like the Marvel movies might have taken a little bit out of him and uh, but thankfully he's I guess chosen to stick around and uh, keep doing some projects. So he's great and I, yeah he's excellent and he's he's perfect in this role uh, and uh, it's a little different type of role for him as well. Uh, so yeah that's a recommend for me. It's called Defending Jacob. Uh,
0: I will keep us on the uh, thread of Chris's. Um, I watched cool. Chris uh, Hemsworth's uh, new movie uh, Extraction on Netflix. Oh,
2: nice! I have not watched it yet, but Chris and I are going to do a mini pod. Uh, on Chris, Chris,
1: one, so. Chris, 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 Chris.
0: So yeah. many Chris's, so many Chris's. Chris uh, Hemsworth
2: and I are going to do a mini pod. Oh, no, Chris <laughs> Atkinson.
0: <laughs> there's. It's funny because there's a, a a line in the movie that I thought was really funny where. Um, the kid is from a different country, and he says, "You don't, you don't look like a uh, Tyler because his name's Tyler." He's mm-hmm. like, "Well, what do I look like?" He's like, "You look like a Brad." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, "Fair enough." It's like you could have said Chris, but it was probably too on the nose uh, at that point. But, uh, anyways, yeah, the movie is Extraction, and uh, I don't know if it's because. I haven't been able to go to a theater and watch new movies yeah. in a while. Um, I think this movie's really good. Uh, cool. I really enjoyed it. It it is definitely a a movie for like that action mindset. Uh, it's not breaking any new ground with you know crazy. You know, plot twists or but any of that kind of you stuff. You liked
2: the Michael Bay movie, though. It's better than that, right? Oh, it's the,
0: legitimately better than that. The, what the was Michael that Six Underground is yeah. not a good movie. Six Underground yeah, okay, is an okay. awful okay. movie where they took the governors off of Michael Bay, and it was so crazy that I just gave myself to it. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. Um, I, so, that's why I
2: was curious where you were, where you stood with this, because you're not you're not the biggest action. So. No, no, especially when it's we,
0: just action for action's yeah. sake. Like I come down on the side of. Uh, with movies like the Raid and the Raid Two of going, I totally see what everybody loves, what all my friends love, but I want something more out of them i you know I want it to mean something more than just the incredible action and you want sex
2: uh yes,
0: yes, if you're gonna have that much action yes exactly <laughs> In <a place>. yes yes <laughs> um so so yeah i I am not just an action guy, but I do like action movies that ha- that are a little more well rounded uh having said that, this movie isn't. Like, again, breaking any new ground mm-hmm. with that stuff, but it's at least giving it an effort. There's some interesting symbolism that happens uh, in this movie with water that I that I thought was interesting to my mind. Uh, there's some real relationship stuff that's going on here. and I don't I don't mean romantic relationship uh, either um, between uh, him and this kid. And there's some important stuff about, you know, what humanity is, what it means to treat somebody like a human instead of a project. And I think that stuff is really well done done here well, that's cool but, but I mean all that ahead. stuff is to the side in the centerpiece mm-hmm. of this is the action um, I'll have to look it up to remember his name uh, it's his first time directing a movie and he's been a stuntman before that and uh, talked a little bit about this on Sifpop. pop but I really think this modern action era of stuntmen becoming directors is resulting in some really incredible stuff
2: it's it's a lot more interesting than music video directors, becoming action directors. <laughs> yes. speaking of speaking yes. of Mike Bay. I mean, sometimes that works out, David Fincher, but you know, but I don't know. That got really old quickly. Uh, in the late '90s,
0: so. yeah, I just I really like what he's doing here. There is a Sam Hargrave, yeah, Sam Hargrave is his name. He's also in the movie, by the way. He plays yeah. A he role worked in the film. on
2: uh, Avengers: Endgame, though,
0: so. also. I think Atomic Blonde. He worked on too. So, um, so yeah, some some good stuff going. And he's he's a frequent collaborator with the yep. Russo brothers, uh, who uh, helped write this as well. Um, uh, David Harbor shows up; he's great in it. Uh, so there's some good stuff there. Oh, I love David Harbor, but the price of admission on this one is totally totally worth it just for the 12 to 15 minute one shot action set piece that happens uh, mm-hmm. towards the middle of this movie it is mind-blowing it is so well done so kinetic so interesting it basically takes every action movie cliche ever puts it in one 12 minute uh, long take that never "quote unquote" cuts away. Obviously, oh, it's it's cool. it's ac- it's obviously simulated. But y- you know, you think about uh, running through the streets. You think about running through buildings. You think about jumping from building to building. You think about knife fights. You think about gun fights. You think about car chases. Like all these different action- excitement. <laughs> yes, thank you, Danae. <laughs> so all these all these different cliches that would normally just be oh, another action movie with a car chase, another action movie with a you know a gunfight, but it. It pieces them together in such a creative, fun way and never cuts away. And it's just it's beautiful it, it's really so you're worth saying the price watch of this
2: admission. watch this on your phone what you're
0: suggesting. <laughs> I'm saying I'm very I'm glad hearing. I watched it on my giant tv with my yeah. giant sound system that's what I'm saying it was but it it's was not, really and good that's the
2: thing about you explain this well that's what I was trying to explain with defending Jacob is like defending Jacob is also not breaking new ground but like I I, I just that's okay like I mean like that's the thing that I think kills me about social media is everything's got to be like great or uh it's or it sucks you know right but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with like just a good movie even if it you know it doesn't have to be something brand new or something you know i think i a, think this a movie, good movie is a good movie man
0: i think this movie uh, accomplishes very very well what it sets out to do which is to be uh intense and you know hold you on the edge of your seat and give you some uh visually experiences that you've mm-hmm. maybe never had before uh it is it accomplishes that very very well
2: it, I'm looking forward to watching it. I was just going to wait because we're not recording till like middle of the week. So I, I wanted it to be at least fairly fresh. So I'm going to watch it in the next couple of days. We're doing that and we're doing the HBO movie, uh, Bad Education, which so. apparently is supposed to be really good with Hugh Jackman.
0: So, I will say it is a cautious recommend, and the cautious part is just for the violence. There's some, I mean, it's very violent, uh, and it doesn't um, literally pull any punches or gunshot wounds or knife wounds. Uh, They're all in there. So, yeah, be aware of that. Uh, Well,.
1: I guess I can jump off of two. So you guys are both like Chris, Chris, and I was like, okay, I'll have to find a way to like link mine with Chris. Um, but then you said cautious vi- recommendation due to violence, and that's a clear, it's a clear nice segue into mine um, because I'm gonna talk about killing Eve today. Nice. Chris. Uh, well, I did go, I did go on to, I've, I did find a Chris connection. I went to IMDb. I did a control F search for the word Chris <laughs> down there, down there at the very bottom. Uh, there there's an article from the Hollywood Reporter written by Chris Gardner for the Glad Media Awards, where um, Killing Eve was a contender for one of them. <laughs> nice stretch, a, this...
0: Elastigirl.
1: I just want <laughs> outstanding drama series. Um, <laughs> what did you think? I'm all...
0: so excited to know what you think. Did you? How much did you watch? Like,
1: well, I have to ask you: Is are you watching this right now? Like, yes. I, watched,
0: I watched the first season. I watched I've... the entire
2: first season. I have not watched anything since.
0: I've watched every episode. Okay. So I'm caught
1: up. Um I mean okay so first of all I did not expect to get into this show for obvious reasons this is a very very violent show. Um it seems it, it's kind of like um every episode somebody is murdered and they're murdered in very creative and disgusting horrible ways. Yes. And so for me I'm looking away a lot. That's sort of how I'm watching <laughs> this show. I'm I'm feeling the tension of a moment and I'm closing my eyes and and looking away to try to avoid as much um getting into my psyche as possible. However, it is very interesting in how uh, this this killer person um, chooses to murder people. Sometimes it's very spontaneous and unexpected. And so I have seen some very grotesque things in the past <laughs> few days. <laughs> um, I don't remember why. I think I was seeing a commercial pop up for it. I've seen it on uh, Twitter recommended by a few people. But really, my 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 draw is Sandra O oh, because I used to watch her on Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy and I haven't seen her on anything in a while and I had briefly just kind of did a skim through of an article about just how impressive she is and I and I really decided to just give one episode a watch and in giving one episode a watch I was hooked and it wasn't just because of Sandra Oh the entire cast is just to me really really fascinating um, like one of the ones that I love the most is uh, Fiona Shaw plays Carolyn Martins mm-hmm. who is kind of like th- an MI6 sort of up a high woman, but just how like her character and who she is. And I feel like every character has a a depth to them or a curiosity to them or a flaw to them that I haven't really seen exposed and really like, um, uh, it's not, not the word exploited before they're really going in and, and sort of exploiting these parts of personality flaws that are, it's a really interesting way. And also I find that the way that they're doing their storytelling is, uh, really nice for me because they're not doing on the nose did you see that did you see how we reference that she's you know kind of like doing this thing with this book over here. i'm giving a reference that does not give anything away because it's not even the show but she, she touched the book in this over here so now the book is going to come into play in three episodes they don't do that at all but if you're paying attention you're like holy crap mm-hmm. she was doing that like at the very first episode she was doing that and they never explained why yeah you know? trust the audience They really are trusting their audience. It's a very
0: intelligent. It's a very intelligently
2: written show, and I think that's
1: another reason why I'm enjoying watching. Is because there's sure there's a mystery going on. Of course, there's like like where is this going? Is there too? Who are these people to each other? Their relationships and like as they're all kind of coming together and lives are merging. There's some shocking things that happen that you don't you know that leave you on a cliffhanger type of a feel. um, Unless you're binging it, and then you can just figure out what happened in 12 minutes. But (laughs) Um, but overall, I, I it's such a fascinating development, and one of the biggest draws for me is Vin- Villanelle, this highly interesting character.
2: Jodie uh, Comer?
1: Jody Comer. Comer? Comer. Comer. I think Comer or Comer? Comer. Um, she does incredible accents. She's fascinating to watch play this character, uh, even though her character is terrifying um but it's fun to watch her be terrifying in this really weird way i mean people are like you know watch dexter or like watch this other serial killer show and i'll watch it and it's just kind of like it reminds me of like uh I don't know, like network TV paint by the numbers, but this is something completely different. And so I don't know if they're trying to give her heart and soul or if she's an actual psychopath. I mean, obviously she is, but in like what ways? And there's just lots of fun, interesting conversations to have about this show. So I would say it's a record Warren. Definitely. I, I, I recommend it. I think, I think most of the cinema sense ob- audience, if they're not already enjoying mm-hmm. it would definitely enjoy this. I um got my first season. I think on uh, YouTube TV and then I think I had to go to Hulu to watch the second season because it's not on YouTube TV and then the third season is obviously coming out bit by bit Mm -hmm. right now so um, if you do not like to see people uh, be murdered in terrible ways do not watch the show (laughs) but (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean thr- I mean that I mean thrillers in general well, I don't know if that's what that's not really what appeals to me about thrillers by any means but yeah I know what you're saying.
0: <laughs> However, yeah, is, if you love watching people be yeah. murdered gruesomely.
1: <laughs> I, I I would just it's a, it's just a weird thing because you know, like for example with some with some shows uh, that I've watched in the past that are kind of more quote-unquote murder shows it's it's like the good guys trying to solve a murder and and this has that element to it but it also sort of we're really like watching the villain do what she does um and justifying what she's doing because maybe she kills somebody who, quote unquote, deserves it in our yeah. eyes or whatever. And that's an interesting thing that Dexter did. But even Dexter was really like PG compared to this. Like he, 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 Ooh, he had.
2: I just agree that. He had a.
1: <laughs> He had a um
2: I mean it's Showtime versus BBC America. So
1: Well, I don't know. Dexter to me was a little bit more predictable, I think is what I'm predictable. saying. Predictable?
2: Yeah, no. Dexter's not a very and good that's show. That's why I mean, feel like I don't it's PG with you.
1: because you can kind of oh. set you can kind of set your emotion to it. You can kind of set your expectations to it and kind of go, yeah. "Oh, I know what's going to happen this episode." But, but yeah, this Dexter's one
2: is super gory.
1: Like let's say you have you have somebody in your life who would get really really triggered from a specific type of seeing someone die a specific way. They can't watch this show. And know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You you have to kind of go. Don't watch this episode because this person dies in a way that's really triggering to you. Because it's like there's just all kinds of horrible death. Um. So I don't know why I'm watching it except for that. I'm because really curious what's going to happen is, with the character a good development. Story is a good story. Yeah. And I don't know how long I'm going to stick to it either because it's right at that tipping point for me where I'm like, okay, are we going to do we have an ending here or are we just going to keep on? Thank
0: you. Thank you. Know, you. Thank you. I'm glad you got there well, because I. It's I, based I, on I have books, been, too. I have been watching this show uh, since it started uh, in real time. Uh, okay. Fell in love with it very quickly. I think Jodie Comer is amazing. By the way, I love the fact that her character name literally means female villain. Villain L, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is is interesting to me. Uh, the relationship between her and Sandra O oh is absolutely spectacular. The way that, yeah. that Sandra O oh is trying to figure out what she who identifies she with who she is is she a psycho is she you know like that that stuff is is beautiful i love how the fiona shaw character that you were talking about is mm-hmm. pretty much the buttoned up version of villanelle in some ways like she's mm-hmm. completely distanced from the emotion of any of this stuff uh but we kind of see her as more uh business-like about it whereas villanelle mm-hmm. is more um, emotion like emot- raw yeah emotion. raw about it kind of thing i love all that um so i really although felt- i don't
1: know that she's even emotional that's debatable but no no put- it's not
0: it's not the emotion of it it's it's the it's the enthusiasm of it there there's, you go y- there's yeah there's enthusiasm to the way she's she's figuring this out and i love all that stuff fell in love with the first season loved where it was going and obviously the name of the show is killing eve and so you've kind of got this idea of you know what we're looking at here in the second season i was just like okay we're stretching this out a little bit further and two episodes one or two episodes i think two episodes into the third season and i'm just kind of like uh i feel like you're treading water now uh Mm -hmm. i feel like you had some momentum in that first season did a lot of interesting things and now you're just stretching it out and it's just like i'm not interested in that i you know like i I've seen all the things you showed me now show me something new show me you know uh, I don't know I don't know how many times I I can watch them kill each other or not kill each other and then resurrect each Mm -hmm. other or not resurrect each other and be satisfied with it so yeah yeah.
1: I think like what the show needs to do now is it needs to button things up in a really clever way that is it is intellectual and respects the viewer just like I feel like it's been doing to a certain degree especially season one Um, if there is a book Jonathan like you mentioned so maybe they've got a a plan here and then and maybe maybe we'll know soon, but I don't know if I'm going to do that thing where I let it sit for a while and then binge it till the end, or if I'm going to watch episode to episode. I don't know what I'm going to do with it right now, but it's something completely unexpected. I did not expect to watch it. um, And... And even be having this conversation feels a little weird, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. Um, um, but a, you know bit, like I think I said. they need to figure out they they have already established who their quote unquote bad guys are in the real in this world, and I think that's the real mystery is who is pulling the strings. And so I'm hoping that they're going to start pulling on those strings a little bit more clearly, so we have a feeling of momentum again instead of this sort of swimming motion that we've got right now. But anyhow, I would recommend it if you guys want to have discussions about it, you're welcome to join us on Discord you can uh, find links on social media I'm on Twitter you're welcome to have a conversation with me there and shame me for watching this show
0: nobody's going to shame you (laughs) can I
2: just say one thing though I know we're kind of wrapping up but I watched the first season and there was some stuff at the end of the first season that just I I don't know it bothered me and I just I quit watching after the first season a lot of the stuff with the handler uh, with with Villanelle's old handler or whatever Mm -hmm. that guy I don't know I had some issues with some of that stuff and it just kind of bothered me to the point where I didn't really care to watch it anymore but um, Jodie Comer um, is like she had been in stuff before this so it's a little different but I think this is the first thing I had seen her in Um, she's stood out to me like i i don't think i've had anybody just come on a screen and like just overtake it that way since like margot robbie in uh wolf of wall street like she's that level yeah she's really Um, really really good I'm really curious to see what she gets to do after this, and I know she's—I know she's going to be in that Ryan Reynolds movie if it ever comes out. The Free Guy, uh, Free Guy, yeah. She was also but, Ray's
0: mom in uh, in uh, Rise of Skywalker.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, which I did not realize until after I saw that movie. But uh, yeah, she's she's unreal. But Sand, but yeah, but nothing to take away from Sandra Oh and Fiona Shaw because they're they're very well established and very very good actors. No, I but. think the
1: clear standout of this show is Villanelle for me. Yeah,
0: and
2: yep. I do. I will say I have a hard time with, uh, I have a hard, I, that's one thing I have a hard, I have a hard time getting into fiction. that's really focused on the the villain, mm-hmm. um, even me though too. I know they, well, and I think there's also a problem with that because eventually you have to kind of do, Dexter had this problem. Eventually you have to figure out where you want to go with them. And typically what you end up doing is you making them less of a villain. You create bigger villains So they, but but it's still, it's like, yeah, but I've seen you like brutally murder Mm -hmm. like children. So like, I'm never going to get on board with you. (laughs) So you might (laughs) as well just be bad (laughs) because that, that just, that, that kind of storytelling gets on my nerves. I have not read the books. I just know it's based on books. So I have no idea if they're following those or not. You know, and
1: that might be something I choose to shift over to just to sort Mm -hmm. of give myself a way to like land here. I, I don't need it. You guys have heard me talk about Outlander before where I can leave a complete series at number seven and be like this is where I want these people to live forever and I'm okay with that (laughs) so I, I don't know. I'll keep you guys updated. I know it's a surprise to, sh- to talk about it, but um, yeah, it is interesting it. and it's getting a lot of buzz right now, so.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, I just, yeah. I The moment where I first realize I'm I'm bored by something is an interesting moment and it definitely happened mm-hmm. with Killing Eve in one of these first two episodes where I was like, oh, this is boring me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, I that's, don't like that.
2: That's a hard thing with TV shows because some TV shows do get saved, right? Like mm-hmm. Lost is a pretty good example of that. I was never fully off-board with Lost. No, I was never was bored defin- during Lost. But there was definitely and the creators have admitted this there was definitely like second third season where they weren't sure how long they were going to be on they didn't know how much they needed to stretch and you can feel it like Mm -hmm. i've rewatched the series you can feel that moment yep um and there's so it's it's but that was so captivating it was i kept going but there there's been plenty of shows where i've i've walked off just because i just i don't yeah i don't want to deal with this anymore yeah my yeah you
0: know yeah entertainment time is a little too precious for me to be bored you know like, that's just... That's, Especially that's nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great stuff, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you are subscribed. Uh, you can go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. Hang out with us on Twitter. We're at CinemaSinsBTS. Individually, you can DM us. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says.
1: That's D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S.
0: And he is at Sam Loomis13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Dene Hughes, and myself, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to Behind the Sins
2: pod at gmail.com and be sure to subscribe or message us at Twitter. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.
1: Can you guys hear me?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't see you.
1: Okay, where are you guys?
2: At the Google, the, the Google Meet. That Google Meet in the absolute calendar. Absolute
1: hell. Why? 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 <laughs> I watched a tutorial on how to cut men's hair because my husband is really like, close to asking me to cut his hair for him
0: i'm just glad you finished the sentence with hair you know There certainly
1: what what other way was i going to finish that sentence i just
0: didn't know if you were having marital problems and and you wanted to cut other things i've heard that happens in oh. uh, situations like,
1: thinking about cutting ties
0: <laughs> sure yes ties that's exactly what i was there's yes of course
2: <laughs> Entertainment Tonight, which I didn't even know still existed, um, was on last night right before Jeopardy and um there was a thing on there where somebody was doing online tutorials. Yeah, about oh yeah, hair, there's so many. And yeah. they were using uh Christopher Harrison with The Bachelor, is that his name? Chris Harrison?
0: Uh it was quality television. Let me tell more, you. <laughs> more like Chris Hair is none.
1: I was waiting for that one.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes you got to do the expected because it's expected.
2: It just has a title card.
0: Yeah, that's the the same with the Spongebob stuff we get. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right.
0: The Spongebob. Spongebob. The Spongebob. I'm
1: only one minute late. Oh, oh, I'm only one minute late. Oh, oh. oh. Just one minute. Don't shoot me. I'm only one minute late. I'm wanting to let you guys know I ate ate before starting the show today.
0: Oh, nicely done. Nicely done. Me
1: yeah. too. Oh, we did it. Mine was the marinated steak from uh, Monday's uh, Iris birthday dinner. Mm. Mm. Hmm. That
0: was still okay?
2: Like seven days later?
1: I mean, yeah. we've kept it in the refrigerator. It's not been sitting out in the sun. So fingers crossed. <laughs> it's too late now.
0: I am living the self-isolation life and had a handful of peanut m ms for breakfast this morning. That's all I've had today. So. <laughs> Sweet.
1: Good. <laughs> Wait, did you say it's all you've eaten today?
0: It's all I've eaten today. That is dumb. Uh huh. Yeah. No. I, I five it pieces is, of sausage.
1: It's one o'clock in the afternoon. And I understand. Only had a,
0: oh, I've been Hey, busy. can I
1: can, can I mom you for a second? Yes, mommy. No,
0: don't do that.
1: <laughs> your body deserves better than that. <laughs> I
0: don't know if I've ever sounded so creepy as saying yes, mommy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the intro. There it is. Is this so, what
2: you're doing on your own thing? Your Patreon? Is that is that D and D related?
1: No, I mean it could be, oh. but it's not right now. This is um, Danae? This is me. Yeah. Here's Danae. Mm-hmm. So, it's mostly back- eating
0: related. There's a lot of yeah. seductive mustard, you know, that kind of thing. Jesus,
1: Lord. <laughs> no, I wanted to tell you that they fought like one of the bad guys was Denae, Queen of Tot mm. and kind of spelled a little bit differently. Ah. And and my evil spell, I had to when I when I was casting my evil spell, I had to chant Wa, Bagaga. <laughs> 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 I also Wanted to bring up uh, the hippopotamus tweet. Ah. Did you see that, Aaron?
0: I did. Did you see the video? No, no.
1: no. no. But
2: I know, oh. I know, hippos are psychos. A gazelle wandered into a uh, hippo area, and I mean, it was bad. Yeah, you <laughs> like, don't want to wander into a hippo area.
1: Ugh, mm. I just got chills no 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 no
0: definitely not
2: That's why when I made that comment I was like do not put hippo videos in here well, like I'm just'm I'm, I'm gonna block the shit out of you <laughs> That's <laughs> the
1: part that I really connected <laughs> with was that particular line because because well,
2: I knew like Frank, would, like, find, like, 30 videos and put them in my my uh, my my thread.
1: Right. Well, and then whenever I talked about being afraid of sharks, that was mm-hmm. my fear. It's like sometimes yeah. people misunderstand. Then they're like, oh, an opportunity to show you a cute picture of, like, a baby hippo or something. Or yeah. this picture of a shark's not so bad. We'll share that one. <laughs> I have irrational fears, too. In fact, today <laughs> I was prepping for the show, and my husband and daughter went on a, uh, a walk. Around the neighborhood, and when the door opened, I heard the little alarm bell mm-hmm. that dings yeah. whenever we have a door open, like the beep beep beep. Yeah. We and got so that. I knew they were back, and I thought that it was a little bit too quick. And then I heard someone running towards my door, so <laughs> I thought That's terrible. First of all, my first thought is, oh my god, something happened to Iris, and Justin is running mm-hmm. to to me to tell me something happened. So I go into fight or flight, which. I go into fight. I don't, I rarely go into flight. I usually go into fight. So I jump up, I run out. I like come around the corner, like a movie. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I, I had to hold myself up on the walls to not fall over. And there's Iris just happy as can be. And Justin's like, what's wrong? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, is everything okay? <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah, that's, that's a very uncomfortable chair. Aaron, do you remember when you texted me? Yes, yes. <laughs> It reminded me of that. Yeah, I just have these irrational fears that pop so, up. So
0: one time I uh, was, we were working on something, and I I had left, and I texted, uh, I I just texted goodbye, Danae, or something like that. And and she got the text and thought I was I was dying. Like she oh, thought, wow. why would he text me goodbye, Danae? Like you know, and I'm like, what world do you live in where I'm dying and I text you goodbye, Danae? Like what world is that? I literally no, don't call 9 one don't call my own family <laughs> I text no, my goes... I text my friend he... goodbye today he asked
1: me he asked me he's like what were you thinking and I was like I don't know because he texted me and he never texted like that's not Aaron Aaron doesn't leave the. I think you had left work yeah some I don't remember where you had left from but the but the text message to me was really out of place so in my mind, he had gotten into a, like a vehicular accident. He was hanging upside down, attached to the car, yeah. slowly bleeding out, the texting last someone. Life he
2: had, and he texted. Yeah,
1: goodbye. I would and, say and you, I have.
0: I would say you've seen too many movies, but you haven't.
2: And took and took the time to text out your name, even though uh, he was texting it to you. Goodbye.
1: Tell everyone, tell everyone I said goodbye. You know, like the little, like a little bloody mark across the screen. I don't... And it, it was, and as, as the, cause I texted back, is everything okay? And he doesn't reply for like 20 minutes because he was driving home and he's yes. a responsible person. So th- that's why, that's why it got really elaborate. Cause over that 20 minutes, the story kept getting worse and worse.
0: I just love the fact that got... I'm sitting there like bleeding out <laughs> and i like, I just, I have to get this Asante goo right on the E. I <laughs> yeah. have to, I have
1: to get it right. <laughs> I've gotten better but I'm not a lot not a lot better. I'm still Oh no.
0: Oh no. You uh, are you are always in uh active do something mode. Like you mm-hmm. are you have uh hypervigilance uh, which yeah, I have a little bit it. as well. Um, Very
1: positive attribute if you use it correctly. If you oh, use man, it
0: correctly, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, Aaron, you're right. I am always in hyper vigilance mode no matter where even like going in and sitting down at a restaurant the first thing i think about is where the exits and if somebody comes mm-hmm. in with a gun how do i get a- either attack them yeah, or get you out
2: Told me that before I what are my weapons around vu. me
1: like right now i have this really great sort of like stabby looking piece of uh, equipment here it's called a pencil i could totally use it if it's i you had been a to cop. i was gonna say
2: no. you, you would have been, play- re- been a
1: really good cop you can I think I probably that- would have been
0: you can play that game with Danae you know where you're at a restaurant and you, she'll do that thing where, you know, there's a guy in a blue shirt over in this corner and, you know, you can say, OK, you know, what's what's is the shirt of the woman who's sitting behind you? And she'll know, you know, like that kind of that kind of awareness of the room kind of thing.
2: Or or she'd be like Terry Crews on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and like her first time out, she would blow like eight holes in a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like growing around the corner. You know what I'm talking about? You remember that? Yeah. Yes, I that was remember in the pilot, that. I think. Yeah,
1: you know, it, it was. That's why I'm laughing because I oh, actually right, cause understand did, that reference. Because we, we
2: did mannequin. <laughs> (laughs) To Terry Crews. I remember that
1: now. I don't mind being built this way. There are reasons I'm built this way. They are sometimes considered quite tragic. I don't mind it, though. I don't mind that I want to teach my daughter how to, you know, defend herself. My husband would have... of course not. he, He... He's a little bit annoyed with me sometimes. Even yesterday, he was kind of like playfully coming at me with like a wet um, uh, washcloth, and because mm-hmm. I had something on my face, so like I'll get it for you. I was like, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want you to put the wet washcloth on my face. And so then he kind of played into it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I immediately took a fighting stance. And as he backed me into a corner and was like playful, I got more and more aggressive with where I was like kind of play pushing him and play punching him. And it got progressively more. And I I kept being like, okay, okay, okay. And then he kind of threw it at my face. And instinctively, without thinking, I just reached up and went, PAH! And like smacked him on the side of his chin, not hard, but it was completely instinctive to just defend myself. Oh yeah. And he's like, this... he goes, "Why are you like this?" And I was like, "Why are you backing <laughs> me into a corner? You know me." <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about it on the show more. But as long as I'm not like the 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 killer in Killing Eve, as long as I'm not that kooky, we're good. Are it's you hard. watching Killing, Killing Eve? Eve? We're good. Um. I kind of binged it over the last few days. All right, well oh. let's hold
0: that. Let's hold that for. Uh, let's hold so, that for the show. Yeah, for sure. Are you use. Are you talking
2: about that?
1: If you want me to, I have several I can go to, but that's uh, one I can. No, talk about. Oh, that's
2: interesting. I watched the first season of that, and I, I really like the actors, but the show itself. Jonathan, uh,
0: I said let's hold it oh, for sorry. the show. I
1: was going to say you're about <laughs> to get in trouble. Fine. You're about Fine. to get in
2: trouble. But what if she chooses to talk about something else? <laughs> you want to guys want let's to get jump started? in yeah, yeah let's, let's
1: go it. ahead
0: let's uh let's get into the show shall we
1: hello welcome to the show have, where uh, we all have shaggy hair
0: i am so aware of verbal crutches and just like things that that happen all the time just from being in radio and whatever mm-hmm and, uh, and it's I'd annoying, say, but you work on them, or, or you don't, yeah, and you just accept them, or whatever. I have mine. Oh, yeah, I have tons, uh, including Fascinating, which I've just kind of embraced. Um, but I listen to a podcast, and one of the the guys, every time he mentions a movie or TV show, he says, Have you seen this thing? Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this one? <laughs> just like... <laughs> I'm just like it's such it's such an interesting way to get into it. It's like you know, like it it, it could be anything. You know, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Have you heard of this movie? And then he goes (laughs) into it's just like yeah, I I think
1: think so. Hey, Aaron, did he cut out for you?
0: No, I, again, I think it's on your end today. I think the internet is choky on your end for some reason.
1: Um,
2: did, did you
0: not have your conversation
2: you with Justin? To that you into? To is that why you hit him? Because you talked to him about the internet?
1: I wonder if we shouldn't play that for the show. I wonder if that's going to be misinterpreted. <laughs> no, no.
2: In that context, it's it was fine. a Now, light, if you were like, by the way, I was and my husband. It was a light open handed fingertip
0: constantly. smack that's all it was hey listen i've had you've thrown so many things at me over the years hey, i know how it is
2: whatever you guys like to do in the bedroom is <laughs> completely it was in the kitchen
0: well Ooh, i mean kinky. that's a place
2: too you know iris that is, that a, is a
1: place <laughs> how okay, jonathan so can...
0: identifies uh possible sexual encounters is it a place
2: <laughs> yeah well i'm a i'm a dude so yeah
1: yeah. Okay, I'm gonna prioritize my my office.
2: I'm gonna prioritize my office. Are we still talking about sex? I'm very confused.
0: Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> offices are places.
0: That's right. they um, are. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Honey, I was wondering okay, well, if we could have sex in the is it a place? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean your your mic sounds Fabulous tonight.
2: It does. It really does. I love this mic. Yeah, it's well, a broadcast My, bir- my mic. birthday is coming up. It's oh, okay. Same <laughs> as Aaron's. Oh, then I'll uh. forget it. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right. Well, same as Lauren Hill's. So that's. <laughs> that's true. Oh,
2: and Bobcat Bob Goldthwait. That's right. And John Wayne, Peter Cushing, Steve <laughs> Hicks.
1: Uh. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm looking for mine because now I want to know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know one. Scarlett Johansson.
0: There you go.
1: And we. And she's and, uh, about your
0: age, isn't she too?
1: Um. Yes. She's. Yeah, actually, I think we're we're really close. I can't remember her age. I don't. Uh, Mark Ruffalo has the same birthday. How weird is that?
0: Oh, Mark Ruffalo and Scarlett. Hmm. J- Jamie
1: Lee Curtis has has my birthday. That's or nice. Actually, I guess I should. I have hers since she came she was first. born first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What year were you born today? In. Okay. Yeah, Scarlett is older than you.
1: Yeah, you can just cut that out, though.
0: <laughs> wait, wait! I have to know if you're serious like you don't want people to know your age that's fine i'm totally cool with that
1: i i don't mind it eventually coming out but i'm really enjoying all of the arguments back and forth about my age right now all right i'll bleep it what's that aaron
0: i'll bleep it
1: (laughs) (laughs) you can shut your face right on up i'm the fastest pisser in the west
4: (laughs) okay i have a new out (laughs)